you guys. I hope you guys are doing good. I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. Happy Monday, honey. I see y'all in the chat. Y'all got the gifts. Y'all got the memes. Y'all are a mess. So it has been a lot going on and we had to do a Spotify live because I want to hear from all of you guys. Um, If you guys do not know, I had recently released another deep dive for the month of February. I have been working on it off and on for about a week and a half. And it was very interesting because it was so much talk about UFO. So I wanted to work on the deep dive because it kept making me think of just so many things I knew about aliens and quote unquote UFOs throughout the years. And so it led me into the whole Project Bluebeam conspiracy Project Blue Book, which is a totally different, um, and that wasn't even a conspiracy, that was fact. And just a whole bunch of other things. And so I had a really good time putting this deep dive together, and I've gotten a lot of really good feedback from it as well. So now, there's a lot to unpack here. And what I find very interesting is that after I posted my deep dive and people watched it, I started getting all of these updates about Kim Kardashian. That all of a sudden, out of the blue, Kim Kardashian is now using, quote unquote, aliens to co-star in her new sexy skim campaign. So if you guys have not seen it, these pictures are viral all over social media. You have Kim looking slim and trim, and you have all of these alien females around her. Obviously, the alien heads are photoshopped on. But it's just very interesting that with the talk of the balloons being shot down and unidentified flying objects, here comes the Kardashians to capitalize on this new alien craze. Kim Kardashian is looking out of this world. The fashion mogul debuted a new campaign for her Skims swim collection, and she definitely sizzled in the snaps taken by Spring Breakers director Harmony Corinne. The reality star posed in suits from the collection while standing next to people dressed up as aliens in some majorly otherworldly photos. The new Skims line, which features the brand's largest assortment to date, will be available on February 21st. Kim teased the launch on Instagram with a post writing in part, quote, Skims Swim is finally coming back. Get ready for our biggest launch ever with all new, out-of-this-world styles and colors you have to see to believe plus the return of sold-out favorites on February 21st. Access Hollywood spoke with Kim and her famous fam back in 2022, when she was dating Pete Davidson, and she gushed about the comedian and more. But to me, I'm kind of looking at it even a little bit deeper. Because, again, remember when I talked about in the deep dive about um, President Ronald Reagan, and I said, like, out of all the presidents, he was very much involved. He was really into aliens. I don't know if a lot of people are aware of that. So much so that he even had a meeting with Mikhail Gorbachev back in the day, and he wanted them to come together um, with USSR to figure out, you know, something that they can do in the event of an alien invasion. 
And I always thought that was very interesting. And one thing that sets Ronald Reagan apart from the other presidents is that he comes from Hollywood. He was an actor before all of this. So I find that very interesting that he was the actor president. And maybe because he was in Hollywood, there's something that he may know that other people do not know. Even with Kim being in Hollywood, you just never know. So I recently found this old C-SPAN interview of Ronald Reagan talking about a potential alien invasion. So I'm going to go ahead and play that for you guys here. I wasn't able to add it into the video because I couldn't find it at the time, but I just found it. And I hope you guys can hear. If not, it will be edited into this, you know, overall stream. But listen to the words that he says and how he talks about this alien invasion and how, you know, we may need something like that to bring the world together. It's just really creepy, especially now. This was back in the 80s, and now it's 2023, and there's all this talk of new world orders and, you know, one world currency and all this stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and play this for you guys. Y'all go ahead and check it out real quick. Perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bound. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? What could be more alien to the universal aspirations of our peoples than war and the threat of war? All right. So that was just a small snippet. But just some of the, the like I said, I'll replay it again when I do the video edit. But yeah, just some of the words that he used were really interesting. And so, like I said, in the deep dive, I also talked about Project Bluebeam. And the person who had came up with this whole Project Bluebeam conspiracy was Serge Monistat. And he was basically saying that in the future, there's going to be these huge holographic events. And back when he was saying this in the 90s, everybody kind of dismissed him as like a lunatic, kind of like how they did David Icke, right? And they kind of laughed at him like, what are you talking about? You know, holograms are just for movies. And even back then, the holograms back then were trash, right? And I showed you guys in the deep dive how much holograms have advanced since the whole Tupac. Remember when Tupac was dancing on stage? Holograms have gotten even better than that. They even have technology now where they have these laptops and computers where you're literally touching and interacting with the air, but it's really a hologram of a laptop, but it's really working. So technology has definitely advanced. And so the second guy that I also spoke about in the deep dive um, was a man named Joseph Spencer. And Joseph Spencer was the one, he had sent out a bunch of letters to different talk shows and things like that, basically apologizing and asking for forgiveness um, because he says that he worked with um, the government as one of the men in black. And it was his job to pop up on people who had experiences with UFOs and aliens and things like that. And one of the things that he was very adamant about was that there was going to be an alien invasion in 2024. And this was, again, back in the 90s and I think 80s, possibly, when all of this was being stated. And 2024 is less than a year away. So it's very creepy to think about all this stuff that was being said in the past. And now we're seeing like every other day, there's a, you know, 
unidentified flying object in the sky. This is getting shot down. That's getting shot down. So it's a lot to talk about, a lot to unpack. So I'm going to go ahead and start taking in calls. If you want to talk, please raise your hand and I can bring you up on the stage. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and bring on Zuleika. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, T. How are you? I'm doing good. How you doing, sis? I'm doing good. I really enjoyed the deep dive. Um, it was, I know that it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. And I liked it because it's very relevant to what I'm studying in school right now. So one, one thing that you mentioned mm-hmm. in the, in the deep dive that, oh my God, I was so excited when you mentioned it because I'm telling you T like you went in deep with your research, like you brought in everything and it was so well organized. So one of the things that you brought in, um, that you included in the deep dive was uh, the Joe Rogan podcast where he's talking to the guy and the guy mentions the missing 411. So if anyone, yes, that, I'm, and I've watched that documentary. So if mm. anyone on here doesn't know the missing 401, it's basically, um, it's a doc, first it was a book, but it's like a series of documentaries. They're all on Hulu and Amazon prime. And the original, the first missing 401 talks about people that have gone missing uh, like unexplained missing, you know, people missing persons. Um, in America's national parks. And I remember in your deep dive, in your deep dive, Mm -hmm. um, Joe Rogan talked about, um, Joe Rogan and the guy that he was with in that podcast, he talked about how the government made a deal with the UFOs on, you know, okay, we'll let y'all experiment with humans, but it can only be in certain areas. So it can only be in America's national parks. And recently in school, I'm taking a U.S. history class, you know, my last semester of school, And my professor was talking about how Theodore Roosevelt um, was the first president to enact the National Park Conservation Act, where it's basically they took like 220 million acres, um, you know, across the United Mm -hmm. States and made them into national parks. And apparently Theodore Roosevelt, he was like a naturalist. And I was just like, I did a little bit more digging on Theodore Roosevelt. And Theodore Roosevelt, he hunted animals mm-hmm. in Africa. So if you're a naturalist and you care about the environment, why are you hunting animals? So that let me know that um, what the guy was saying on that Joe Rogan podcast that you included in the deep, bo- deep dive, that let me know, wow, it wasn't really about protecting America's national parks. It was all about a deal with, you know, with the UFOs. Because anytime the government mm. does something, you know, and especially like national parks, there's forests, mountains, there's a lot of trees. That's timber right there. You can make money off of that. So I'm over here like, mm, America's all of a sudden wanting to save their national, you know, their national resources instead of exploiting them. Mm, there got to be some back end to it. And um, I was doing a little, uh, you know, a little bit of research. And if you peep and if you notice a lot of people that have gone missing or, you know, have been abducted, it all has happened around national forests and mm-hmm. or very rural areas. For example, uh, Travis Walton, um, he was like a, he was working in um, Arizona in one of the national parks. Um, and he went missing for five days, and he his account of his abduction, I think, till this day, is one of the most accurate ones. And you can see, like, he has like a documentary too on like if you have Discovery Plus, and. Um, Mm-hmm. If you think about it, Arizona is very close to New Mexico, Area 51. And if you live in that, you know, the right. Yeah. So that that would be it. Also, too, like on TikTok, um, I saw 
a video um, where a traffic controller and a, and a pilot were talking about how they were flying over New Mexico and they they saw like a, a unknown object and it was posing a threat to that commercial aircraft. Thankfully, nothing happened to the aircraft or the passengers. But, um, you know, knowing that Area 51 is located in that area and then, you know, Arizona, New Mexico, it's a huge desert. That's where you have the Sonoran Desert. So it would make sense that, wow, this is a perfect place to abduct people and experiment. God knows what else to do with them. Um, and then have it, you know, be hush hush. And even with the Rockies, um, the Appalachian Mountains, those mountains, I can only speak for the Appalachian because I live in Jersey and I spend a lot of time in upstate New York. Um, those mountains, the weather changes like crazy. Um, people will tell you, listen, like the Appalachian Mountains, if you see something, no, you don't. If you hear something, no, you don't. Um, if somebody says your name, no, you didn't hear that. You have to stay home like past a certain time. You can't you can't just be out there in the Appalachian Mountains because you will see things, you will hear things. And it's not, you know, it's not it. Um, also, too, there's a lot of even with like Bigfoot, um, you'll see a lot of times like you'll never hear of like an alien abduction or even like a Bigfoot sighting in a city. It's all like if you notice it, it's like a pattern. You'll only hear about them in rural areas, nas- around national forests and things like that. And that's what the Missing 401, you know, talks about. And it's a great series. I highly recommend, you know, mm-hmm. that everyone on here should, you know, watch it. And yeah. I didn't know it was a whole series. I remember I saw the one with the people that went missing, the little boy. The grandfather thought the little boy was like right next to him and then they couldn't find him. The little boy's name was Denzel. I remember that first one. I didn't know that it spun into a whole series. But yeah, no, you're making some really good points um, because they were saying that a lot of those people that end up missing in National Forest, that is part of the contract with the aliens to be able to like test them out and do different things to them. And sometimes they end up keeping them or they let them go, but then like their memory's white. So they don't even know who they are when they are found. Yes. Yes, it's it's kind of creepy, too. And it, it just makes sense because a national forest like, you know, like if you were to go to like to Yosemite, you know, and uh, any, you know, Joshua, the National Joshua Tree Park, you know, it, those are places that are very rural. Like you'll you will not like people live far away from each other. You're on your own. You're off grid. And that's the perfect place. It's perfect recipe. No, I definitely agree. I'm going to keep you on the line since you know a lot about aliens. And I'm going to bring on some more people, okay? Today's show sponsor is Babbel. One of the most exciting things about the new year is that you have no idea what adventure awaits you. For new travel experiences or a new job, you may want to pick up a new skill And that new skill can include a new language. There's no better way to prepare for 2023 than learning a new language with Babbel. Babbel is a language learning app that has sold more than 10,000 subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can feel confident no matter where the new year takes you. One of the things I'm interested in taking with Babbel is possibly sprucing up on my French. Many of you guys know that I took French all through junior high. I can still have a little bit of conversations with some of my French subscribers when they call into my show, but I would definitely like to speak a little bit more fluently. So I'm definitely interested in trying the French language option 
on Babbel. One thing about Babbel is that you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks, honey. Okay. What I need you guys to do if you want to try it out is make sure you guys go on to babbel.com and use my code tea time. That is T-E-A-T-I-M-E. Once again, that's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com and use code tea time. So that way you can get a three month Babbel subscription for free. Okay. So they are really hooking up my audience. So please make sure you guys check them out and don't forget there's over 14 different languages to choose from. All right, let me go ahead and bring on Tia Chanel. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey T, can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. How are you? I'm good. I feel like I haven't seen you in so long, even though I saw you last week <laughs> and on your deep dive, but I don't know. It's weird, but um, I'm good. And I hope you and your family are doing good too. Thank you. We're hanging in there. So I caught your deep dive at work and I loved it. So um, growing up, and honestly, I still do watch um, reruns of the old school Unsolved Mysteries, and they were notorious mm-hmm. for their um, their alien and their like ghost stories and how people would give their encounters of what happened to them. So I've always believed in this kind of stuff. And um, as far as how I feel about aliens, I personally do think they're demonic spirits, but they just don't have bodies. That's just, mm. they, they can't put themselves in a human body. So they just form this little green or gray body that you know, we're used to. But who knows if they even really look like that, you know? But um, anyway, so um, what um, what these aliens are known for is their advanced technology. And like you put in your doc, when you said that um, they made a deal with Hitler, that they gave them this advanced technology to do what they did. And in return, basically, they low-key, they quote-unquote Mm -hmm. worshipped them. So it made me think too, like, you know, in the, um, the book of Enoch, when the fallen angels taught us about um, technology and weapons and this and that. And even when you mentioned how the pyramids, how they perfectly are aligned to um, Orion and all that stuff, you really went deep in this. And I really liked mm-hmm. it. I did. <laughs> you, I t- you did your thing. Talk your shit. It's just crazy because I feel like the truth has been in our face for so long. And for the most part, we did believe it. But, you know, humans are stupid, especially the ones here in America. But why the government all of a sudden wants to be like, oh, yeah, they're real. So why would y'all lie this whole time? And then why now? Why now are you telling us this? We're already stressed out about everything going on in the world. And here you guys come with the, um, oh, yeah, by the way, aliens are real and they might be coming soon. Like, the fuck? So I just don't understand what's going on, but I do believe they're demonic spirits. And so my theory is, you know, this, um, this alien invasion, what if it's like a mass demonic possession? You know, what if this hologram comes and people who don't believe Mm -hmm. or who are easily susceptible to like possession, like they just become angrier or more evil or more violent? That could definitely be a possibility. And I think that's where everything for me kind of gets a little bit convoluted um, is I get the alien aspect of it, but then I also believe in the spiritual aspect of it too, right? Because in the olden days, like when you go back to Egyptian civilization, they didn't have a name for these deities. They weren't called aliens. All their names that we gave them in more modern times. And so, you know, who's to say that they weren't spirits and they weren't here 
throughout the eons. You know, even when you look back at some of the ancient Egyptian um, pictures and the hieroglyphs, you can see their head shapes. Yeah. Those head shapes are very interesting. And like I said, I feel like a lot of this stuff was done telepathically because no, they have not been able to recreate those pyramids with our modern machinery. As modern as our machinery is, we can build a, a brand new home from the ground up within six months. But we have not been able to recreate the pyramids. And on top of that, I also feel like there is something spiritual there because like I was hitting on the whole Nazi situation with Hitler, they were very much into the occult. And I believe that Mm -hmm. they had tapped into something alien, demonic, foreign, that helped them be able to conquer that part of Europe and kill all those people. Remember, one of the main things they were doing in Nazi Germany was testing on human beings. You know what I'm saying? Remember, they were running crazy tests, like how to turn brown-eyed people's eyes blue. Yeah, and then you said they were making biracial people sterile? Yeah, they were doing all types of stuff. They didn't have the technology to do all that. How were they able to figure out that? I mean, most of those people ended up blind, but I'm just saying before they killed them, a lot of the things that they were experimenting on, because it wasn't just Jewish people as well. Understand they were experimenting on black, gay, biracials. You know what I'm saying? They were experimenting on a lot of people. And I would not be surprised if some of those experimentations were also done with alien help, because what is one thing that's always tied to aliens now? I was abducted. They experimented on me. They found some alien foreign object in my leg, right? Very right. similar to Nazi Germany. Yeah, T, like this, this goes deep. And also why I think these are also demonic spirits is because of the fascination with human beings. Because, you know, these spirits, before they were demons, they were angels. You know, they didn't have human bodies. That was for us. And, you know, Satan is jealous of the way that God loves us. So I feel like... Um, these de- these these aliens like to experiment on us and try to find out how God did it when it comes to making humans. Because yeah, you know, if us humans aren't learning um, this advanced technology from God, then who is telling us that? That's why I really can't stand the arrogance of some of these um, billionaires like um, Elon and all of them. Like, I just can't stand how a lot of humans just think that we're just so intelligent. And yeah, to a degree we are, but for the technology that, you know, is so advanced and, mm-hmm. um, and we're, and we're really behind on technology actually. And so I'm just like, how are you guys are, how are you guys getting this information? Who's feeding it to you? And I know you people aren't spiritual in a good way. So it's like, who are you channeling to get this info and why are you using it for nefarious reasons? You could be using this to help the world, but you're not. And so, um, with this whole alien invasion, I have no idea what is to come, but I know these aren't good things. And the fact that I also hate how dumb people are when it comes to, oh, they're going to be good. Remember that corny movie from the 90s called, is it called Mars Attack? When um, the aliens came and um, they um, and there was like a whole bunch of people who went to this building and they were like, oh my gosh, aliens, we're here for you. And as soon as the aliens came, they destroyed them all those idiots holding up signs saying we love you and all this stuff. Mm. So I'm just like, people need to get it together and they need to just wake up and see reality for what it is. But my thing is, I just, I'm not quite sure again, why the government is telling us this now because they don't tell us anything ever. Right. 
It's going to be interesting, but thank you so much for calling in. I'm a good talking to you. Love you. I miss you, and I can't wait to see you on your next production. (laughs) All right. Love you too, sis. Bye. Bye. All right. Let's go ahead and try Javier again. Javier, go ahead and unmute your microphone. All right. Let me go ahead. Um, Oh, Zulika, was there anything else you wanted to add? Oh, yes. Um, I also, too, um, just to kind of back off of what Tia said, uh, you know, with ancient civilizations mm-hmm. and how they were so tapped in with a lot of modern technology and how we haven't been able to recreate the pyramids. Um, also, too, I want to talk about the Mayan civilization. And I also believe they were very much tapped in to UFOs and, you know, out of this world beings because I went to Mexico um, I think my first time was 2021 and mm-hmm. I went to Chichen Itza. So basically Chichen Itza, there are these pyramids similar to the ones um, in Giza and they have a lot of carvings into them. And in one of the carvings, there was a man um, with a beard and indigenous, you know, Mesoamerican indigenous uh, peoples don't have the genes for large bearded, you know, like, for, like facial hair, especially like, very thick beards and the Mayan civilization was before, I Mm -hmm. think if I'm not mistaken, they were like a thousand years before uh, Columbus even arrived into the Americas. So uh, I remember our tour guide sort of speculated and he was really cool. He sort of speculated like, how did the Mayans would, how would they, you know, like engrave the Chichen Itza pyramids with a man with a beard? Like, who is that? That's clearly you know, not someone that, you know, from Europe and, you know, at the time they didn't, um, they were very well known, you know, swimmers, but, you know, they didn't have like the technology and the boats. They didn't have, you know, boats that could travel that far of a distance. So my thing was maybe this is who they engraved in the Chichen Itza pyramids is not human. That could be someone from the UFOs. Mm. And I very much believe that the UFOs are already among us. And if we if we go even deeper, I feel like UFOs are a more could be a form of AI traveling from the future into the past. So us and experimenting because the UFOs, they're very intelligent. They're you know, their artillery is better than ours. Their uh, you know, their their math is better than ours. So they're just more advanced than us. Um, and that's why. I like I liked how you kind of combine that with AI because I get a feeling that all of this stuff is connected. The spiritual part, the AI with the technology and the aliens. And, you know, even last week I had posted a story in the Discord about the new Microsoft chatbot saying that he wants to become human. Like that became sentient too. And remember the Google guy, um, Mr. Lemoy, when he came out this summer about Lambda, you know, he was ridiculed by a lot of people when Lambda supposedly became sentient. But now we have that again with the Microsoft chatbot. So something is definitely going on here. Yes, I, I agree. I think UFOs, in my opinion, I think it's it's an AI way, way into the future, like if not thousands of years into the future, they mastered, you know, time travel. And because also to our, um, Tia said that, I think it was Tia, said that, you know, it, it's they have no soul. So what if it's code coming to us and then they're leaving their footprints in the past? Because I can't imagine, like Hollywood, they're going to like paint like aliens like an E.T. kind of thing. But 
I, if you ask me, I think the UFO is in, is in code mm-hmm. form. That's interesting. All right. Well, let me go ahead and bring on. Um, I know he's trying to get on. Let me see if he's back in the thing because I want to see what he has to say about the technology. Yes. Okay, Javier, if you're on the stage, there you oh go. Oh my God! Finally, How thank you? you. Yes, like I think getting like I was like, what's going on? Them yeah. aliens don't want you to talk, honey. They don't booted you out by six times. They booted me like like six times exactly. Um, yes. Uh, oh my God! This is weird. Okay. Um, yes, I believe that obviously um, there's people like over there, you know, that have been here for a long time, to be honest. Um, like if you think about it, like the past, maybe 20, 20, 25 years, um, I believe that they've been trying to see like how we react, um, as, as humans, as people. Um, and they've been doing this for a very long time. And like the pandemic was a huge thing um, just to see how we would do things, you know, like, um, like what would be people that would take the vaccine or not, you know, you know, um, mm-hmm. see it would like, like it, it were crazy or not. Um, so like, like little by little, they've been trying to see like little things. Um, and I don't know, like it, what were you saying about the technology? You said that you were feeling that they're tech, that people oh. like the scientists of today, they're not the ones coming up with the technology. Do you feel like they're getting all the technology from aliens? Oh, obviously. Like, it's happening for a long time. All of a sudden, like, we became, like, um, like we had iPhones. You know, like, like that happened so quickly. Um, like, from having, like, like a black and white TV, you know, and whatever, like, all of a sudden, we had all these, like, stuff that... Uh, that's new. Um, I think that we have been, like, there's something out there as giving all these people, you know, like Elon Musk, you know, like all the, all these people, um, like different technology basically. So, um, so we can reach out just to see how we react mm-hmm. like an experiment. You, you, know, you, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's kind of how I mm-hmm. see it. You know, like, um, and then now with the whole balloon thing um, that's just going on, like, we're trying to feed us, like, little by little, see how it's going to react, you know, by their people. What do you think? Okay. I, def- no, I definitely feel like the technology, like I said, you know, coming from being in IT, it just feels yeah. like the technology, the advancement is getting crazier and crazier. You know, I yes. still remember. It ha- and it happened, like, like right away, you know what I'm saying? Like, like didn't happen like like because before it used to happen like after years and years and years. Now like all of a sudden we have all this technology, and it's kind of like absurd to be honest. Like if you really think about it, it's not normal for normal regular people to think like this, like that fast. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I I think either those people are aliens, or they are part of it. I don't know. Getting it from the like the technology and the knowledge exactly. from the aliens. Okay, yeah. and if you see well, them thanks. also, uh, mm-hmm. if you see those people actually, like they don't look normal to be honest. Yeah. You talking about Jeff Bezos' eyes? Yeah, exactly. Like all, no. you know, <laughs> right? Come, come on, come on, T, come, come on. Like, like, like all these people don't look normal. You know, like oh you my gosh, them. yeah, they come do on. look interesting. Like, you know that. You yeah, know. like they're not like a regular person. Um, I walking around the streets, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, and also those like, like entertainers, like to be honest, like a lot of them, like I believe they might 
I don't know, whatever. Like, I think they're part of all that stuff also. You know, like a lot of people. Um, like Beyonce coming out with the Alien Superstar song. Um, Or like Katy Perry with Kanye. Mm-hmm. You know that song, right? Yeah, the one I used in the deep dive, yep. Yes, the Alien song. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I see people are part of it, you know, but like, to be honest, like, I just, like, like I said before, I'm just trying to program us little by little, see how much we can take, you know, as people, you know, and eventually tell us like little by little, um, a little information, you know, for something maybe that could happen like later on. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Javier. Okay. Well, oh my God. I'm a, super, I'm a fan. Oh my God. This is insane. <laughs> well, thank you. It was good talking to you. Okay. Right. Bye. Somebody said, what, what part do the reptilians come in? That's a whole nother rabbit hole. Two totally different things. That's a whole nother deep dive, child. The reptilians. That's one I, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about. But yeah, it's an interesting one, especially with the royals. Um, so let me go ahead and bring on um, Jeremy Diaz. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, T, can you hear me? I can. How are you, Jeremy? I'm doing good. Excellent deep dive, by the way, as always. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. So I really wanted to touch on the whole topic of spiritual versus physical. Um, I know you and Zuleika touched mm. on it. Um, and I see people in the chat also before were having a bit of a debate about, you know, spiritual versus physical. And I feel like it's important to remember, kind of like what you guys have already been saying, that it's important to remember that this whole idea that the spiritual is all the way over here and the physical or the alien is all the way on this side, that's a very new concept, right? Like if you, like, if you think about mm. even for example, astronomy versus astrology, right? Astronomy is the more scientific mm-hmm. uh, approach to reading the stars. Astrology is more physical, but, but hundreds of years ago, they were one, right? It wasn't until things started to become more, you know, science-based, maybe society became a little bit more atheistic that there was a divide in how we approached certain things. But I think it's important to remember that the line is not as, the line is a lot more thin than we think. You know, that's why something you always talk about, T, is how um, substances like drinking and, and drugs, it can, it can immediately take you across that line, right? Um, and I feel like it's important to remember that, mm-hmm. or it's, it's, it's important to consider at least it's important to consider that aliens might like, there shouldn't be a whole debate on our aliens, our aliens, demons or fallen spirits, our aliens physical. Like I, I think it's very important to consider that it, it's, it's not as divided as they would like us to believe. Right. That's one thing I wanted to, to talk about then. Mm-hmm. So you think it's all uh, one entity. You don't think that it's necessarily physical aliens in the sky versus well, aliens in spirituality? Well, similar to you, I don't like to say 100% I agree with this one thing because it's a, it's, a, it's a big question mark. Right. But I guess where I lean, I lean very much on the side of aliens are possibly fallen angels, but they are, they're physical beings, they're metaphysical beings, just like we are. Just like we, the same way we are a physical being with a spirit, spiritual component, and these lines can be blurred. It, I mm-hmm. think it's like one, it's, it's all one, if that makes sense. Um, there's that. 
Then I also wanted okay. to touch on um, the Book of Enoch, which I know has been mentioned a couple of times, like on your uh, green rooms. People have brought it up in the past, but I think it's important to bring it up in this context as well. So the Book of Enoch, for those who don't know, it's um, it's a biblical slash historical book. It used to be considered scripture back in the day, right in the Old Testament. But as the years went on, it was removed. I think it's because it was too deep. Um, some yeah. there's the Ethiopian church. They still have it in their Bibles. Back in the day, it was it was part of everyone's Bibles hundreds of years ago. But then it was it was removed. But it's it's widely available. You can find it online. Um, and I but I bring it up in this conversation because in the Book of Enoch, it's very explicit that. Um, the ain't the fallen angels, quote unquote, maybe you can see them as aliens and whatnot. They, they gave man, they gave humankind, um, the knowledge they gave, they gave them not that, that book says that they gave them knowledge on weapons. They gave them knowledge on things like makeup, astrology, plants, um, like how to cultivate plants, um, different types of information, right? And, but this is, this is obviously thousands of years ago, right? If, if we're going to believe that book to be true, why, why wouldn't it be true today, right? Why wouldn't it be that mm-hmm. heavenly beings or beings that are more wise than us, why wouldn't it be that they wouldn't still in 2023 be giving people knowledge to advance humanity for whatever reason, for whatever ulterior motive, um, I personally believe it's it's still the same thing, like, just because basically what I'm trying to say is um, whether it's 2023 or whether it's thousands of years ago, a lot of, a lot of the way that heavenly beings function or mm-hmm. alien beings, I feel like it's still the same and it's easy for us to forget about the old ways because they're the old ways. Um, but I personally still think that aliens slash fallen angels, however you want to approach it, function in a very, in a very similar way. Um, and that's really all I wanted to add to the conversation. That's really interesting because I never really looked at the book of Enoch like that. I had to do more research mm-hmm. on it. But that's interesting that it has all that information about, you know, the technology and these fallen angels giving humans, you know, this mm-hmm. knowledge. And it ended up being removed, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. maybe like um, to said, that's still not going on. If that was going on back then, because, again, like we always say, there's nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it also, I'm, so I study the, the Bible as well, the, the, the Bible we have today. And even in the actual Bible in the New mm-hmm. Testament, it even says that um, uh, there's a verse that says something like, you know, when you I'm paraphrasing, but it's like you should you should give to those who are homeless or those who are in need, because you never know if you're ministering to angels. It, it almost implies like there are heavenly beings among us. Mm-hmm. So. Why wouldn't it still be the case on the mm-hmm. on the evil side, but also on the positive side? So, right. Remember that TV show? I remember when I was growing up with Michael Landon, Highway to Heaven. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was really an angel, mm. and he would. Um, you're young, just the way you said. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, okay, the way wait, let me try said, to follow. Mm, I was like, okay, he's young. <laughs> Who in the chat? Chad is a child of the 90s. It was called Highway to Heaven. And basically, I mean, when you said that, that just reminded me of the show. And basically, or was it, well, no, it wasn't Touched by an Angel. It was Highway to Heaven. And he was an angel on earth. 
And he would be doing all of these things. Okay, I'm not the only one. There's a few people here that remember it. So he'd be like rescuing kids and going to like, you know, hospitals with children with cancer. And, you know, he would be doing all of this stuff. Like he'd save somebody and then they turn around and he'd be gone. But he was an angel on earth. And so that, like you said, to mm. your point, you have to watch how you treat people because you don't know if that's just a regular man or one of God's children sent here, you know, with a message and things like that. And, you know, what's mm. very interesting when I had moved to L.A., that was one of the first things I was told by so many different people when I was moving to L.A. And I'm talking about people who have no relation to each other, people who don't know each other. I remember my old um, I used to model mm-hmm. for Arquette, which was an agency here in Minneapolis, and my old agent told me, you know, when you go to LA, you need to remember, treat everyone with respect, treat everyone kind. It doesn't matter if you Mm -hmm. think it's a bum on the street or just some old lady in the grocery store. You never know who people are in Hollywood. She told me that. And then somebody else Mm -hmm. told me that. And like a third person told me basically the same thing. I'm like, that is really weird because I've lived in a lot of different cities and I've never been told, be careful, you know what I mean? How you treat people in North Carolina and Charlotte or how you treat people in New Orleans. I've only heard that when it came to L.A. So that's very interesting when you when you're saying that, mm. you know, that in the Bible, it says that. And maybe that's kind of the mentality for some people out there in L.A. Because, again, you treat somebody like trash or you're rude to them and you find out that mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg's nephew or grandmother, it could ruin you if you're trying to be in the industry. So that's really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. And and I also uh, someone before mentioned, it might have been Zuleika, someone mentioned um, like aliens inhabiting physical bodies. Like I, I even see it like that. Like if we're, we're going to look at it from the negative aspect, like a, an evil being um, who's to say that there aren't malicious beings out, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like out in the open, cause they're just living their life tr- or living their life, quote unquote, in order to, to give knowledge and advance a certain agenda that they need. You know what I'm trying to say? Whether they're in politics, what, whether they're in Hollywood, you know, just, just things mm-hmm. to consider, you know, yeah, there got to be good and bad. I don't I don't ever want to look at anything as just one way. And people are making mm-hmm. a good point in the chat. They're saying, T, another name for L.A. is the City of Angels. Wow, I didn't even think uh, about that. Whoa. I just got whoa. chills reading that. Me too. Yeah, I <laughs> didn't even, because like I said, I've had three different people tell me that when they found out I was moving to L.A., I was like, what advice can you give me? They all said the same thing. Mm. And it's like you say, nothing, there's... Very few coincidences in life. So the fact that that's a really good point. City of Angels. Wow. Mm, wow. Yeah, that is. Look at the chat. We are so woke, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeremy, thank you so much for calling in. Of course. Talking to you. Thanks for having me on. All right. All right. Take care. Bye. Let me go ahead and bring on RG. RG, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi, T. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? Good, thank you. Hi, tea sippers. <laughs> so they're all here. <laughs> <laughs> so I totally enjoyed your deep dive. It was really, really interesting, and you brought up a lot of interesting things. And you know, while I was listening, um, I just I thought mainly about two things. Like two things just kept popping up in my head, and one of them was just the programmings, like through movies and TV shows, like over the years, like ever since like we were kids, you know, and one movie that definitely mm-hmm. stood out as you were talking when you were talking about the um, 
the conspiracy about um, how like the like the aliens could possibly come and kind of have like um, push everyone to be like in this one world system or one world order type of thing, right? And um, I thought about the abyss. I don't know if mm-hmm. you remember that. It's a movie from back. I think it was like in the early '90s, maybe late '80s, early '90s. It's by James Cameron. Do you know that movie? I remember hearing about it, but I've never seen it. Okay. Well, basically the movie is about this couple, which is played by Ed Harris. And um, I think the other lady is Mary, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantoni or something. But basically they're a divorced couple Mm -hmm. who pretty much are engineers. Um, They, they work in, um, they get hired or something for some special mission because apparently during that time, we were kind of having issues with Russia, which is really interesting because that's kind of like the situation that's going on right now. And pretty much this nuclear, um, Mm -hmm. I guess, tank or something had from Russia had sunk. Some submarine had sunk into the deepest parts of the earth, like the ocean. So they send this team to go find it, to locate it and disarm it. And so they finally go down there and, um, they find it, but as they find it, there's some kind of weird, like, spaceship thing down deep into the water that's living there. And there are these weird beings that look like aliens, and they have kind of, like, wings, mm. and they're, like, swimming in the water. And they're telling the guy who goes down, which is the, the husband or the ex-husband, that he, they start showing him, like, all these images in the water of, like, how we... Um, earthlings just have mistreated each other so much over the history of time just they show some images of how there's hunger and poverty and wars and all their stuff and they're like you know we're gonna we're gonna bring on this tsunami and destroy the earth because you guys are doing a horrible job you know unless you decide to change and so um so yeah it's just it's very so the aliens in this movie were underwater. Yes, they were hiding under like their ship and this whole Now you know what underwater. is so interesting. Now I didn't even go into that in the deep dive because the deep dive would have been four hours child. By then I was like, okay, I'm done. But that's another conspiracy <laughs> yeah. too, that a lot of people tend to think that aliens are up in the sky, you know, with the stars and the planets. But there's another conspiracy that the aliens are really living right. underwater. And think about it like this. Zuleika made a perfect point um, in the chat about Namor, Namira. I don't know if I said his name right, but in the Black Panther movie, Black Panther Forever, remember, those were aliens living underwater. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, and he was like a Mayan or whatever. Right, you know, like he was right. like an indigenous person. They were all living underwater. And so remember how I told you guys when I did my water deep dive that there's so much of the ocean that has not been discovered, you know, cause the ocean goes so deep. And a lot of people tend to think that like the internet and the internet cables are up in the sky because we see phone cables in the sky. But I told you guys, none of the internet, none of the, this whole infrastructure that we have for internet mm-hmm. is in the sky. Everything is underwater. So imagine how much electricity sure. and mm-hmm energy and you know all that spiritual stuff you know because everything you know like we say energy never dies it just transforms and and you know in order for energy to move around it needs electricity it needs water 
So imagine how many things are down there underneath the ocean that we have no idea about. I'm definitely going to have to check this movie Abyss. That's really, really interesting. Yeah, and there's a lot of symbolism in the movie, too. Like, I just think it's so, like, interesting how this whole alien thing and spiritualism is connected. Because the more I thought about the movie, I was remembering, um, you know how in the Bible it starts off with in creation, how it was Eve that was approached by this serpent being, right? Mm-hmm. And he pretty much took advantage of the fact that Adam, I guess, wasn't with her at the time because later on she brings him the fruit to take a bite of, right? So in this movie, mm-hmm. here's a couple that's divorced, separated, but they have to work together. And this being, you know, when they're down there in the water, this being um, comes and makes contact with her, the only woman in the, I guess, in the submarine, in the ship. And it's like a snake-like being, like this water-like being that stretches out in, it, in a form of a snake and contacts her first. It's just so strange. Like, and there's all these little symbolisms that go throughout mm. the movie, but I don't know. I, I just find it so crazy, so interesting. And I don't know if you know um, who Roger Morneau is, but he was he's this Canadian um, guy who passed away years ago. But um, he was um, introduced by a friend mm-hmm. in his youth, like when he was 20 or something years old, Um to come along and you know he told them that he's able to talk to speak to dead people and how he met these people he meets with them they do seances and so he invited him to come along and it turns out these were like devil worshipers and whatnot and um turns out one of the high priests told him that um that in the future these spiritual like fallen angel these these beings were going to pose as beings that uh, that come from other planets and other worlds in space and they're going to fool everybody into believing that there's like an alien invasion so i don't know it's yeah it's, it's oh wow so this guy roger Mano said that too just like the guy from canada stirs my exactly that's the other thing i had thought about i was like wow like you know making all these connections it's just it's just crazy so it's definitely some kind of spiritual warfare going on no, definitely. I know Zulika, I wanted her to speak more on that whole water deity. I know she was saying some mm-hmm. stuff. Zulika, if you want to unmute your microphone. Hi, T. Hey. So RG's on here. Um, so I wanted you to speak more because you were saying some stuff about how the guy from Black Panther was also underwater. Yes. Um, so basically the king of this civilization, um, if you, if you look at Wakanda forever and basically his story, um, you know, not this will include some spoilers, but basically no more. He's the son of, you know, an indigenous woman. And also he he's like a mutant. So his father is never mentioned, but he was no, the father in the in you know, uh, is, is a Mayan god and is basically um, known as the sun god. So even in ancient civilizations, you know, including Egyptian, uh, Roman, Greek you know, Mayans, you will um, often hear of gods. And a lot of these gods will be the sun gods, the moon gods, like the sky gods. So basically his father is, you know, is from the sky. And we never see the father. He's like an entity in, you know, in in Wakanda forever. And um, you will have, there was a shaman there and they, you know, made them drink all like the little group. 
uh, like a blue drink in a way. It comes from a flower. And then that's when they wake up and they develop, um, you know, they have gills and things like that and they could breathe underwater. And then uh, he's born, Namor is born with wings on his feet. So, and he can breathe both air and under the water too. So he could breathe both oxygen on land and oxygen in the water. And that makes me think too, with the alien conspiracy, um, you know, when you're traveling to different planets and, you know, to the moon, for example, you know, there's not as much gravity. So there's no oxygen up there. So these aliens, they would have to, and you know, they're not coming in suits like an astronaut would. They have to be able to adapt to different oxygen levels, different pressure levels. And that's basically what Namor represents to me. And he's able to take ground and take control of the, of the Atlantic Ocean. Um, now, what was so interesting, um, Lauren, when you were telling the story, RG, if you're still here, um, when you were talking about the abyss, Lauren in the chat was saying that what's interesting is when you look at diving costumes, right? When people go do deep dives down into the ocean, they look very similar to astronauts' uniforms. Very similar with the huge, you know, mask and everything on, the breathing apparatuses. So I thought that was very, very interesting that it's very similar to an astronaut costume or uniform, excuse me, is the same as people who are diving deep under the water. And the thing, too, with the whole underwater conspiracy, it does make sense because only 5% of our oceans have been discovered. 5%, and you think that there's so much water on this earth. Granted, there's only a small percentage that's available for us to drink. A lot of it is salt water, but the point is it has not been discovered. So imagine what is living under there. We can only go down so deep. Um, Even when you think about Antarctica, look how much Antarctica has been melting. And as it's melting, they're discovering things that we haven't seen in eons. You know, um, even they're saying that they could be new viruses. That's another thing that's scaring them because these are things that have not breathed, um, you know, this air in millenniums. And so now we're being exposed to like ancient viruses and we could end up, it could end up melting and we could end up being exposed to the same virus that killed the dinosaurs. So that rabbit hole goes deep too, honey. I got all types of damn conspiracies I'd be researching. But all right, let me go. (laughs) Uh, What were you going to say, RG? I was going to say one more thing. And also, if Mm -hmm. you look throughout the recent years, a lot of pilots, you've seen the video clips of a lot of pilots who have seen these these craft that come either into the water or come out from the water. Mm, That's true, too. And they don't know what they are. They're nothing that we know them to be on planet Earth. That is very true. That's a really good point. Now, let's see. Oh, because Lucas says salt water conducts electricity, too. That's very interesting. All right, let me go ahead and bring on um, Univergo Soul. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, T-Bow. Hey. Oh, perfect. Great. I'm great. This is my type of topic. I love the UFOs. I don't know if you remember when we was in the deep, the Discord, like 2021, I was y'all was laughing at me in some of our Zoom meetings because I'm like I be see y'all need to look in the sky. I be seeing things in the sky. <laughs> Everybody was thinking I'm crazy, but I'm so happy with the way of TikTok, 
the wave of Twitter and, and just the way I guess they're now saying in their slow way of putting it out there, there are some UFOs or things, unidentified objects flying in the sky. Like, let's all get that out the way, right? Because I'm seeing the same videos I was putting out there. Like, in 2021, I was going hard. Like, one day I was sitting in front of my house, and me and my daughter sitting in the car, and this big, like, I don't know what to call it, like, like this spaceship-looking thing just whooshed by. And my daughter's like, you see that, right? And I'm like, yes. I jumped out the car, and I ran in my backyard, and all I seen was, like, this thing that just moved up, and it just looked like a blinking light, a star or something to the sky. And I was like, if I didn't see that with my daughter, like, nobody from that day on, I was, like, looking in the sky. It just made me, like, I know I seen what I seen. So I started seeing things, and recording it and I was going hard to the point where I, I reached out to the director I guess there's a UFO center to like I wanted people to look at these videos of course everybody was debunking it like it's a glare it's the it's a plane it's a this it's just a planet that's close to the thing but I'm still seeing the same videos from different places doing the same like these things that look like they're stars they sit there and they're like solid and they start blinking sometimes, then they just move fast or they move erratically. And it's like, I ain't never seen a star or planet do that. I didn't know that that's what they do. Like, why am I able to see that? Then it's just like the level that they're at. Like, my friends think I, they laugh at me. They're like, it's not a plane. It's not a... Um, it's not a light or so like they have this little thing that they say to me and I'm like, y'all laughing now until them UFOs really come like y'all think it's funny. Like, I really believe. And to go off of it, uh, I think it was RG has said uh, about the water that part yes we have not explained we have not explored the water in the depths like we might have been around the water but we did not do the depths of how deep it goes and to see them ufos that one video that they show it like coming out of the water no shooting in the water and coming out of the water but there's no splash there's no nothing there's it's like no explanation i believe that there's some underwater things that we just don't know about i've really Oh, yeah. I mean, think about all of the stories, you know, we grew up with, especially because you're from the, you know, yes. the Caribbean, right? And we grew up with the same stories mm-hmm. in Africa with mermaids. Yeah. You know, the, the mermaids and the water spirits, um, you know, those could be, quote unquote, alien beings. And you have people mm-hmm. who have really seen them, you know, and so it could be something. Can people can't can you hear me? Because somebody said they can't hear me. Okay, so yeah, it could be another form of aliens or, you know, spiritual beings. But yeah, the mermaids, I mean, look how many people, you know, in Caribbean islands and off the coast of Africa see mermaids all the time mm-hmm. or talk about seeing mm-hmm. Oh, your deep dive, by the way, was, oh, I was like, when I seen it, me and my son watched it together. He was like, UFOs, oh gosh. He's like, lovely teasing to it. I was like, just listen. And he was like, but at the end of it, it was so funny because when you talked about predictive programming, he's so interested in it. He was so interested in it. He, mind you, you know, he's 11 going on 12. He's so interested in it, right? And you go into predictive programming. You would, you did such a good job at it when you came back to the point. He was like, wow, I forgot we was talking about UFOs. Because <laughs> that's how well you did when you showed yeah. how... The, yeah, because you know? think about it. The, the, the reason why I went into the predictive programming you know? because, you know, these aliens, right, whatever these beings are they've been here for eons so you can't Mm -hmm. tell me that these aliens these spirits just whatever we want to call them are not also feeding people information on what's to happen you know certain people and certain you know Mm -hmm. power so it's like 
How come every time there's a movie or something, some type of natural disaster has, there's a movie that they're on point a year before, two years mm-hmm. before. Or the Simpsons. Yeah, mm-hmm. It don't make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that like Hitler. That is coming from, you know, these beings telling certain people things to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the Hitler part, my, he, he learned so much. She said the Hitler one. He was like, the Nazi. I didn't think about it. Like, she's so smart. Like, I didn't think about that in the pyramids. Like, I always wondered about those pyramids. I don't believe that they just did that by themselves. And I really feel the same way, too. So you wasn't far fit, you know? You're not far mm-hmm. from it when I believe that somebody could have helped them. We're not saying you didn't do it, but I believe someone could have assisted in giving you knowledge about what trajectory to hold the joint. In, you know what I mean? Like, when they say it's like a two-mile radius for mm-hmm. how the, the way the pyramid is laid, it makes me think. We don't even have that technology in certain places here now out to build that and make that and even even think about it too remember when i had did that other deep dive and i was talking about um the georgia guidestones i mean they got destroyed early last year and when you look at Mm -hmm. that was look at the georgia guidestones they were written in many different languages on how we have to take care of the earth and all this other stuff but even more than that, the Georgia Guidestone, when you really study it, it was a giant sundial. When you look at how it was designed and built, yep. it was in the form of a giant sundial. And I just find the whole thing just really fascinating with all of that. And think about it, too. Um, RG made a good point in the chat. A lot of the scientists, I broke this down in other deep dives, were very much into spiritualism. Remember, Steve Jobs, before he discovered, not discovered, Mm -hmm. but before he quote-unquote invented Apple, he went on a mystical journey to India. And a lot of these technologies Uh and people who deal in technology, Uh they also use a lot of drugs, a lot of psychedelics, because, again, things like alcohol, Uh psychedelics, it lowers your inability. It, it allows spirits in. It allows you to go and leave your body almost and go into other dimensions. After he came back from that spiritual journey in India, that is when he went and was able to invent the Apple computer. And again, remember when I showed you guys in the deep dive, when you look at the Apple logo yeah, and you, the Apple, them together, yeah. you get an alien. That's not by coincidence. The Apple mm-hmm. logo, if you put two of them together. Well, my son seen that. He was like, at first when you said it, he was like, no, there's no alien. It's just an apple. Then you put it together. He said, I did not see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> he was so funny. He was like the best person to watch it. this with. He really did. At the end of it, when you said, I hope you guys like this and learn something new. He was like, I really did learn something new. I learned a lot of things. Like It was so funny watching it. He had so much to say because he was like commentating out loud when you're like saying little statements. He's like, I don't see that happening. And then he was like, wow, I did not see that happening. <laughs> it was a perfect yeah, thing. It, it definitely, is. and why do they, sh- and that's my question. And another thing I want to quickly get on before I uh, get off, um, mm-hmm. the way that they have the description of the alien and their, you know, how they describe what it looks like, the big eyes and the, I do believe that somebody's seen something that looked like they have a, a blueprint of something that's other than what we're used to aesthetically as a human being. You know what I'm saying? 
and somebody has seen it. And, and there's been so many people seeing it that they have this one look, like you said, that with the eyes, it might not be right all, the whole side of their face or whatever, but something about the eyes and something with the eyes. I do believe. Mm-hmm. But they, how is it that that apple goes together and looks like something, a description that they keep putting out here as an alien? They sell it in those stores like, uh, what's those those stores with the lights, the lava lights and shit, but they be having all the aliens. They always, they are predictably putting mm-hmm. it in it. So when we do meet these people when they look they supposed to look like that but i don't believe they're gonna come looking like that that's another thing too i think that's just what they keep putting out there for us like you said to be friendly like et mm-hmm. yeah and they probably can shape shift and be in human form exactly you know so it's definitely gonna be interesting but thank you so much for calling in sis and i'm really glad you liked the deep dive i loved it thank you <laughs> all right bye Okay, let me go ahead. Um, it's six thirty. We're gonna go until about seven. So let me go ahead and bring on Nublia in the sky. Hey, T. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I just I'm feeling good. Awesome. I just finished watching your documentary, um, and I took some notes. <laughs> good, um, good. And I'm glad you got to see it. So it was. I would say this. You're out. Your documentaries are getting very, very real. <laughs> like I was like, damn, because <laughs> you know me, I'm a big conspiracy theorist, and even I, I completely forgot about Project Bluebeam. That was one like years ago. So mm. like rewatching the like re relearning about it again, I'm like I completely forgot. Um, so I will say, well, I think everyone, I will say, I I will say as far as like the whole alien extraterrestrial thing, um. I have a different point of view on this. So I believe, so I want to point out this author. Um, her name is Dolores Cannon, and, and some of people might know who she is, but she was an author like in the 70s, mm-hmm. and she was talking about extraterrestrials and UFOs way before it was becoming like mainstream. And she developed this, um, this therapy called quantum healing hypnosis therapy or quantum healing hypnosis technique but she ended up uh discovering this um this form of hypnotherapy that i personally have done by by myself i've I've done it with a practitioner and i it's it's deep but um essentially what she dedicated her whole life to is um is learning about just like the the origins of of the earth and so she a lot of her patients that she was seeing were having like a lot of like mental illness, you know, having addiction, all that stuff, right? But as she was going through this hypnotherapy, she started realizing that um, some of these her 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 patients were either um, some of them were re- being abducted, so they they were actually having like uh, phys- like having abduction experiences with extraterrestrials. Um, she's mostly known for doing hypnosis therapy for people who had like past lives. Um, one particular book is called Jesus and the Essenes, and she did hypnotherapy on a woman who she was she was one of the group of people that was there when Jesus was um uh you know was like the star of David when he was being born and and she did a lot of people that mm-hmm. I believe this and you know I'm gonna sound a little bit controversial but I actually read the book and the book is really good but I believe that Jesus was a form of extraterrestrial. Um mm. and if you kind of really think about it and like stuff in the Bible like I believe there was a big ritual being done 
to help bring in Jesus to to here on earth. Um, even like the, you know, like the three wise men um, in, in Spanish is called Los Tres Reyes Magos. And Magos in, in English means wizards. So um, I think there was this big ritual that was done. I forgot. Um, I forgot like more into details about the book, but I feel like, in my, in my opinion, not all extraterrestrials are evil. And in her book, in Dolores Cannon, she wrote a lot, lots of experiences where, you know, a lot of these extraterrestrials, um, in the beginning, they appeared evil to humans because we're not used to their way of thinking. We're not used to how they communicate. We're not used to how they talk and think. And so, the first time you interact with extraterrestrial, it's always going to be a scary thing. And let's, let's keep it real. Like during, you know, they kind of do look a little bit creepy. Okay. Like I'm not going to be saying that they look all, you know, like teddy bears and stuff like that. Like, you know, they look scary, but like the more I like did research on this, the more I'm like, you know what, there is some truth to this. And in my opinion, I do believe that one of the reasons why they're here. And I said this during the zoom meeting a couple years ago, I think around 2020, was that we're going earth is moving into a new dimension mm-hmm. um the the frequency started around 2012 and dolores Cannon she talked about this way back in like 2011 before she uh passed away but she basically said that earth is going to uh earth is going through a big transition um and it's it's going through a phase where it's purging a lot of like negativity but it, but it's also going to be throwing in a lot of like positivity as well and one of the signs that we are going into the fourth dimension um, is we're going to start seeing signs of extraterrestrials or contact. So the fact that she said this like back in 2011 and one of her books is called um, The Three Waves of Volunteers and The New Earth. She talked about how th- that eventually there will be some form of contact happening. And that's how we would know that we are reaching a point of contact. And in my opinion, I do believe that the government knows about this and they want to block they want to block any 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 like uh, positive things that the extraterrestrials might do, and they and they want to con- and they want to convince the masses that if there were ever to be a contact experience, it's going to be a negative one. Um, I mean, like you said, the predictive programming. We have seen so many um, movies that they're evil, they're bad, they're demonic. I saw the movie The Fourth Kind, you know, and but like Dolores Cannon always talks about that. She on all of her books, she said that a lot of the clients ended up having a positive experience. Now, I will say this: I don't agree that every extraterrestrial is like um, an, uh, a positive being. I do believe that there are some negative ones that are out there, and I do believe that some of them do work with the government and like Hollywood and like you know, like uh, give us some forms of like technology and so forth. I do believe that, but like if you like look into like different even races, like. We got to think about, like, there are different races out there. There's, like, insectilians, there's reptilians, there's the remain, there's the Pleiades. We got the Grey. We got the Grey. Right, the, the Grey is the most popular. popular. Mm-hmm. And each extraterrestrial group kind of has, like, their own agenda. Um, and um, a good book that if, if you're into, like, abduction and, like, hearing, like, a personal account of a good, of, like, an, a personal story of, like, an abduction experience, there is this woman 
Her name is Sherry Wild, and her and her book is called The Forgotten Promise. Um, I bought the book in on, on Audubon and, and Amazon, and her book I would say is probably one of the most accurate descriptions of like a, of an abduction experience because she talked about how it all happened and like why it happened, and um and it was a really it's a really really good book, and she talked about like why 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 did she get abducted and in my opinion and like Dolores can't even talk about this a lot of times before you come to earth like you make contract with like people in your life your your parents uh you make contract with certain beings that are extraterrestrials and for her and her in her book she made a contract with these extraterrestrials before she was brought into earth that she was going to get abducted at effort at a certain part of her life and that she was going to dedicate her whole life into um, preaching what the extraterrestrials were, the teachings that they were teaching her. Cause I also do believe just like what, what you said is that, extraterrestrials do have teachings now every extraterrestrial group has a teaching some have like more of like a technology teaching where they can actually bring in certain technology like what hitler did um you know uh, i i 100 believe that the, the the telephone the iphone was a form of um alien technology i mean even if you google the at the apple office it looks like a ufo you know like the whole if you google the apple apple office you know their headquarters what? It looks like a UFO, <laughs> straight uh-huh. up. Like it's like a circle. Like I mean, you. I mean, I. People are like, oh, it's just a coincidence. It's no coincidence. Oh wow, it does. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, it looks like a UFO, and even even I've noticed them. Wow. <laughs> when they do, when they do, like uh, you know, when they do like the new Apple, like uh, like oh, you know, this like this like when you do like the new iPhones coming out, like in the like the summer or winter time, like you notice how sometimes when the people start mm-hmm. talking. They, they, it looks like a ufo like i've caught it like so many times like they're like they they're telling you like right in your face that they do work with a form of extraterrestrials but in my opinion they don't want people like me and you to like be talking to them they only want like an exclusive type of people and that's why they're having a lot of predictive programming to convince people that extraterrestrials are evil you know so it goes deep, and I can go more deep into this, really? but um, but yeah, that's all I gotta say. Yeah, no, you made some really good points. I appreciate you calling in. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look more into that Apple, um, to this whole Apple office because now I want to know why yeah. it's shaped like a UFO. And we had Steve Jobs exactly. going to part- India, getting high and getting all types of right. you know knowledge. It yes. I just think that there's yeah. just something going on. And I think a lot of it ties into technology. It ties into the water. It ties into spirituality. Like all this stuff mm-hmm. at the end of the day ties into each other. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see if what they're predicting in 2024 actually happens. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? I think I got to double check, but Dolores Cannon did say that. 2024 was like the last year of like the new earth prophecy happening so like we're going to be shifting into like this new dimension like that book is like creepy because like it's not creepy but like in a bad way it's just creepy like how 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 she wrote this book back in 2011 and she actually spoke to extraterrestrials by the way 
through her quantum healing technology. So that's why her books are very, very interesting because she used this technique to speak to extraterrestrials. She used it to speak to people who had past lives in like ancient Egypt, uh, Jesus when he was being uh, crucified. Um, she even spoke to Nostradamus in one of her books. Um, and, and that book was really interesting because she spoke to Nostradamus from like different people so she, let's say, for example, me and you, like, we don't know each other. And we go into Dolores Cannon's office. She will do a quantum healing technique where she's able to basically pick up where I left off from speaking to Nostradamus. And, and two people did not even know who they were. Like, it is very, very interesting how she developed this technique. And I personally have done this technique as well. And I was able to see like where I was going to be at in the future and stuff. So it's, yeah, it's really cool. Wow. That's interesting. Some people in the chat are asking you to write the book names in the chat. Okay. If you could do that, that'd be great. So thank you so much for calling in. It was good talking to you. Yeah. Good talking to you. Have a good night. All right. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. So today's show sponsor is Green Chef. Make more time for your goals in 2023 with convenient, nutritious recipes from Green Chef. Try fast and fit recipes under 750 calories, ready in less than 25 minutes. You cannot get everything you need at the green market. They are a one-stop shop for quick breakfast, brunch kits, wholesome lunches, and much more. You can add any of these green market add-ons to your meal kit. Green Chef not only tastes good, but it's very easy and convenient to use. Anytime a box arrives at our house, my youngest knows that it's officially his day to cook. To try them out, go to greenchef.com slash lovelytea60. Once again, make sure you go to greenchef.com slash L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I-60. Use the code lovelytea60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Make sure you guys check them out because not only does Green Chef care about the carbon footprint, but they are also the number one meal kit for eating well. Um, let me bring on Shitara. Go ahead and mute your microphone. Hi, T. Hey, how are Finding you? Finding yourself? I'm doing good. Can you hear me well? You know, I can hear you perfectly. Okay. Um, well, I live here in, in Las Vegas, Nevada. And usually during the winter time, it's Ooh. it's kind of I know you be seeing some stuff. <clears throat> kind of gloomy, but not usually. Now they have been spraying stuff all in the air, blocking the sun. We have been getting days where there's barely blue skies. So I think that they are wow. preparing us for something. And I think it may be what people are stating. It it may actually be, but I have a, a unique question. Do you think it's a possibility that it could be 50% a false invasion and 50% a galactic war since um, President Trump uh, created the, the space um, force or whatever that, that was called? Because I think that, that, it may be 50-50. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, go ahead. it could be. I mean, I don't have any specific answers. Okay. I mean, it could be something where it is Project Blue Beam, where, you know, China, whoever, whoever 
ends up, you know, putting out this huge hologram because they had the technology. I mean, they've already been known to right. block out the sun and do all types of crazy stuff. Um, they have one of the biggest, what is it called, like satellites in the world out there. So I think if anybody has the ability to be able to do right. that technology, it's going to come from Asia. It's going to come from like China or Japan, you know. Right. And, you know, that could right. be what ends up sparking a galactic war. Right. Right. Because I, I do believe that the so-called aliens are here and they've been here for a long time. I do think there are others that live in other places. But I was just thinking about that. Like, could could there be a possibility of there actually being an actual physical war and not just a false war. If that makes sense. Are you saying like a physical war with the aliens? Yes. Yes. I mean, it could be, I think one of the things I hit on in the deep dive was when I sit and I think about, okay, what do they want from us? Right. Like what, like if they're so smart and they have all this technology, what do you want from the idiots of TikTok? We have really nothing to offer, but if you think about it a little bit deeper than that, resources everybody's looking for resources including us human beings here on earth they're saying right now the earth only has so many years left because all of the resources are being strapped it was never meant and i'm not into the whole depopulation theory and all that stuff but when we think about how fast we're growing. I don't think it's necessarily that it's too many people, because I think that's what eugenicists like to push. There's too many people. Well, in the Bible, it says, be fruitful and multiply. Now, Nick Cannon took that shit to a whole nother level. Right. But I digress, okay? Exactly. But I think the problem right. is, it's not the fact that there's too many people on Earth. It's the fact that the technology, the social media, just everything is being ruined by globalization, Think about before social media, the only people that you even attempted to impress were people that you knew in your circle. So like in your neighborhood, at your church, at your school, it was only people in this small sector, this small radius, right? But with the advent of social media, not everybody has it in their mind that I have to oppress, not just the people in my neighborhood, not just the people at my school, but now I'm in competition with the likes of Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, uh, this person, that person. Meaning, well, I want those shoes. I want those jeans. I want to eat good food. I want the best of the best, right? So what does that, so now what does that, right? what does this cause? Now we got to prepare more fast fashion because I, God forbid y'all right. see me in, in the same shirt twice. Right. Right. So now we got to put out more product. Oh, well, everybody's eating fish, uh, fish, not fish, excuse me, shark fin soup. Well, I have money. I want to eat shark fin soup. This was a luxury. Remember, this was a luxury for like rich Asian people. Like you had to be like a king or a queen or, you know, aristocracy. I I said that word wrong, but you know what I'm trying to say. Well, now because of globalization, social media technology, Everybody wants the best of the best. So now we all have this mentality. I too want to eat shark fin soup, which costs like $2,000 for a bowl. All they do is is chop off the shark's fin. Then the shark falls to the bottom of the ocean and drowns to death. 
And this is why we're running out of sharks and the ecosystem right. in the ocean is totally off. So I believe, yeah, somebody said everybody wants to mukbang. So I believe we have destroyed ourselves and we have depleted our own resources by trying to impress the Joneses. Right. And so I think right. that is part of the conversation with these supernatural beings. Where can we go? Because this planet is about to implode in another two, 300 years. Where can we go? And I believe this is why we have things where these tech gurus who have access to this alien technology, right, are tapping in. Right. Remember, there was this whole race to the moon. Remember, they were all buying homes and they all wanted yes. to, you know, travel to the moon. I'm like, I'm sitting there like, well, what about us? We just got to sit here with no more resources. You know, they're building underground bunkers. They're doing all this stuff because they know that the resources are getting less and less. And so let's say we're talking about the physical aliens. Who's to say that where they live, I don't know, Mars, Jupiter, you know, your choice. Who's to say that their planet is also not lacking, you know, also now not lacking resources. And maybe that's why they're coming here because there are certain planets that are very similar to Earth. You know, they've discovered water and things like that. So it might be one of those situations where it's like they're coming here because they're trying to tap into our resources. Now to go spiritual with it. I also think about it when I think about this whole alien spirituality type thing is remember with the technology, when I talked about in the technical deep dive that I did, um, when I spoke about Lambda and AI becoming sentient, and I have always believed that a lot of these beings, this, you know, this AI, these chatbots are spirits. There's there there's spirits yes. trapped in the machine. We've seen movies that have talked about this. There was even an episode. Um, I forgot that old show. I talked about it where there were ghosts going through the wires and they were causing all types of havoc and jumping into people's cars and causing them to crash. And so right. I, I think it was like supernatural. That was the show. All types of stuff. We even have the new movie Megan. How she became sentient. And wanted to be right. a real person. And so what I'm thinking too, like outside of the physical, you know, alien beings, right? These could also be spiritual uh-huh. entities. And the only way they really can maneuver yes. is through technology, right? But with technology, right. that's limited. It's not the same as being a human being, feeling, eating, meeting people, living a good life. It's almost like these inanimate objects, they're now wanting to switch places. That conversation that that chat bot was having was so creepy that it now wants to be human. Well, damn, yes. when was you ever human? Nobody's right. asking, what do you mean you now want to be? What, were you human before? That's what I want to know. Right. You know, so I just... Well, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you say that, I have I have heard stories about people transferring the subconscious or the, the consciousness of other people into AIs. And computers. Yep. There's a whole TV it, show yes. on Amazon about that. Yeah. It, it's not far fetched because think about it. A lot of the tech people, they're chasing, um, you know, immortality. That That's what a lot of people, especially once you have money, you know, you worked your whole life to get it. Now you're a billionaire. You don't want for anything. So that's why they're all chasing 
mortality, immortality, excuse me. And so you have like that, um, like that fashion designer that was taking black women's embryos and egg cells and doing all that crazy stuff with it. You have Mark Zuckerberg trying to build the metaverse because again, everybody's physical body is eventually going to die, right? Your physical body, I mean, God willing, we could all be a hundred years old. Who knows? But at the end of the day, your physical body starts to break down and deteriorate. But if I can take everything that makes me tea, right? My mind, my smarts, my, you know, Mm -hmm. just my, my essence, not my physical looks, but my essence and put that into a computer, put that into an AI, put that into the metaverse. Well, then I'm just as I'm, I'm now immortal. I'm like my own God. And I believe that that's where all of this stuff is going. I believe that, that it's all a race for immortality because think about the aliens. We have hieroglyphics of them in ancient Egypt. They've been here, you know, regardless if you look at them as physical aliens or look at them as spiritual beings, it seems like they've been here since the dawn of man. So I think that maybe us as humans, we're getting more and more technologically advanced. So that way we can figure out how it is that they're able to live eons but the most we can live is a hundred years. Right. And one last thing as well, speaking of the, the spiritual um, aspect of, of uh, angels or, or demons inhabiting people's bodies, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing with CERN. And I believe that CERN, they are trying to, trying to open up different portals and different things. Well, the, the film Legion, shows that when everybody eventually came to clash, that's how a lot of people ended up becoming uh, possessed was Mm -hmm. these, these angels came down and literally possessed these people. And that's how the world turned chaotic. So I, I definitely could see something like that happening, especially if people don't have, you know, I, I it's, and it's not who, whoever it is that you follow. If you don't have a spiritual um, guard up and, and discernment, I, I think it might be easier for something to happen. But that's just my opinion. It, it no, doesn't I mean that it will agree. happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, again, these are just conversations, right? Right. We don't know right. one way or another, you know, if that's what's happening or not happening. But I just think the rabbit hole goes very, very deep with all of this stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and when people say, and it's, it's not, see, um, I, I noticed that people talk about religion. Everybody who's spiritual is not religious. Mm. So that, that's something that a lot of people need to just try to differentiate, you know, um, right. that's just my thoughts. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Talking to you. Same to you. Bye. All right. Let me go ahead and bring on Logan. Logan, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, Auntie. How how are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good. Um, I just want to come on here and just like talk about some of the things that I find um like connects with it, Mm -hmm. and I find like I don't know, like kind of strange or whatever. So um. What I want to speak about is like how Marvel, I feel like Marvel is like really showing us in their movies, like how all of this is real. And it's like predictive mm. programming. Like I was talking about earlier when you were saying um like the hologram, 
Like I know, like one of the Spider-Man movies, I can't remember which one, but it was like he was like fighting a hologram, and he couldn't like get to like the, you know, what I'm saying like he was like, I don't know, it was like a projection or like a hologram, but like he was like fighting it. I don't know. Exactly. I can't remember. Which, I can't remember which movie it was, but I just thought that was like just so crazy to me because I'm like, I know, like, because like you know, like movies, like there's no way that this is just you know what I'm saying an idea. It has to be real. And then, you know, like you were saying, next thing you know, you know, down the line, be like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, was this not just a movie? Right. And then it's in real life. I'll do you one better. If you go back and you watch the original X-Men, the Saturday morning cartoons, I was obsessed with them as a kid. Like, we watched that every Saturday. So my oldest son went and got Disney Plus. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, so I started binge watching it. And I got to episode, well, season six, I believe. There's an episode where Beast, remember Beast was a scientist of X-Men? He is driving this like alien spaceship Uh and it becomes sentient. They were talking about machinery becoming sentient back in the 90s in a child's cartoon. Now, my fourth grade brain, I had no idea what that word was or, you know, I'm just looking at Beast. He's cool. And this is my favorite character. But when you go back and you watch as an adult, I was so blown away with so much stuff that's in the X-Men cartoons, watching it with a fresh set of adult eyes. Because this is, you know, cartoons I haven't watched since I was like literally in fourth and fifth grade. Um, Even the part with with the time traveler, Bishop, how he has to go into the future to get the cure because to stop the disease, there ends up being a virus that ends up killing half the population. And they were blaming the mutants for the virus, but it was really this crazed scientist who was getting ready to inject it into somebody. And Bishop had to come from the future to kill that scientist. So that way the whole population damn near wouldn't be killed. It's a tripped out episode. Like there's so many gems in Marvel stuff that you're so right about the predictive programming. We're not even going to talk about the Phoenix saga. That's crazy within itself because the whole Phoenix saga has to do right. with Lalandra and the aliens and the starships. Yeah, the, these cartoons go really deep. I know too, like also too as well, um, you know, you were talking about how um, he had to teleport or, you know, come back from the future. Like that, I just kind of want to piggyback how I felt like it kind of connects to how you were saying how, you know, Hitler, you know, he like, you know, had to tap into other things. And it's crazy to me because it's like a lot of celebrities and a lot of these um people, they actually really do do that. And it's like, you know, um they, they have to talk to other, you know, things from other, I don't know, you know, dimensions, realities. And it's like all of this is actually true. And that's how like they get their ideas. And we're like, you know, how you come up with this? And I feel like teleporting is real. You know what I'm saying? I feel like nothing is ever just like, an idea like i feel like you know Mm -hmm. giants is real mermaids is real like all of that crap is real remember um i talked about it with james cameron when he talked about how he came up with avatar remember avatar came to him in a dream when he was like 18 years old and he woke up one night and he just started drawing what this avatar looked like and if you compare it to how they describe Lucifer um, in, I forgot in what story, what they described him, but they described him as like a beautiful blue alien being. 
And that was the same being that James Cameron drew at 18. So in some Christian circles, they say that the avatar is tied to like, you know, the devil and stuff like that. But it was really creepy seeing this this um, picture image of Lucifer that it was like some Christian guy who had a dream drew it. And then James Cameron had the same dream. And then in return, it ended up being the avatar because he'd been working on avatar since he was like young. And look at how that is. That's basically, you know, the white man going into this situation and colonizing, you know, quote unquote, people of color. So we've seen that done in like Dances with Wolves and in other movies. But now with Avatar, we're seeing it done in like a futuristic sense because the avatars are technically alien beings, the Navi people. Right. Another thing, too, I want to say is... um. I find it interesting to me, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I just feel like it's like interesting and I, I also kind of connects. Um, the movie Will, the movie with Will Smith and Independence Day, how, you know, I don't know, was he trying to protect the president or something like that? I don't know. I know they were in like in the White House mm-hmm. and aliens came down and there's um there's this game called Saints Row. In Saints Row the Fourth, your character is the president. And I think he was on his way to like, you know, um have a press conference. And then that's when they were like aliens had came down or some shit like that. I don't know. I just find it weird and like crazy. And it's like, to me, it's like kind of connections in a way. But also too, I want to hit on um, the music. So also too, with Beyonce, she, you know, we all know she has the song Alien Superstar. But mm-hmm. if you notice, she literally took a picture with all four horses. And if you know what the horses mean, the horses go back to the Bible. Mm-hmm. To me, I I just thought that's crazy because it's like a lot of like a lot of these celebrities be knowing what they be doing, and it's like they put it in our face, but we like we're so uh, like we're so oblivious to it, you know what I'm saying? And we don't think too much of it. But also, too, Kanye West he has a song um in one of his albums, uh, it's called uh, "Can't See Ghosts," and in um, one of the songs, his lyrics say um because since we talk about dimensions and all that. His lyrics say, I need a new, he, he says in his song, I need a new invention for this new dimension. That's too, um hard to mention. I don't know. I just thought it was crazy. Like now, like that we talking about dimensions and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Cause like, I love Kanye West, but like, I just thought about it. Like how he said that in his song. Yeah. I mean, a lot of this stuff that's said in music as well as, you know, is a form of spellcasting, you know, form of. Yeah. I heard of a lot of artists like. Yeah, I heard it like with like the music. A lot of artists, um, or the masters, they they would take you know the music to the rooms and just put spellcasting over it. I just think that's crazy. Mhm. Yeah, the rabbit hole yeah, goes no. deep, man. With a lot of this stuff. Yeah, dude. It's, uh, I don't know. I just like. Um, I also want to say uh, I really appreciate you and the time and effort that you put into just like being you and just like you know trying to bring you know um, our attention to these things. I just want to say, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for your time and everything that you do, honestly. So You're so you. welcome. And, and thank you for taking time out to watch. I think that's the part that means the most to me. Because if nobody watched them, I wouldn't create it. So I'm just really grateful that y'all take the time out to watch. I know they're kind of long, but I want to put as much information in there as possible. So I'm always just just overwhelmed and humbled by the feedback. Yeah, of course. Anything you do, I support. For real, take those down. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was good talking to you, Logan. All right, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, let me go ahead and bring on um, 
I cannot see this name. Hold on. Okay, here we go. Wanya. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, T. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I am fantastic. I was low-key hoping you would touch on this topic. (laughs) Good. (laughs) (laughs) Because as soon as I was sitting there seeing about the Chinese balloon, and then it was one in Canada, and then another one over, I said, okay, T needs to talk on this. I I know she won't talk on this. (laughs) Yeah, it just became so much. And for me, it was just surprising how much people were just talking about aliens. Because I haven't seen people talk about aliens just so openly ever. Because usually it's just, oh, those are crazy folks, conspiracies. But to see, like, government officials and, you know, real people talking about it outside of just regular folks, like, you know, celebrities and um, politicians, it was just, I don't know, it was just amazing to me. Oh, definitely. You know, I definitely... Um, have definitely always believed that there was some type of, you know, extraterrestrial things out there, you know, especially just me, you know, growing up in a Christian household, you know, I was always, you know, taught to believe that, you know, you don't know what all God created. Mm. So it was just one of those things where I was just like, you, you just do not know if, you know, aliens are real. I've always believed that they are walking among this earth and they just look like me and you. You never know, you know, who somebody is. And the fact that, you know, this is starting to become into the light a little bit more, you know, because as you say, if people sit there and look at us, you know, like, oh, y'all just uh, crazy conspiracy theorists, which is why I love how you have this platform for us to come and we can, you know, talk and not be judged and stuff. Um, So I wanted to kind of touch on how y'all was bringing up like the predictive programming and, you know, Mm -hmm. how all of this stuff with the water could be connected, Um, especially like how, you know, you was mentioning Marvel, you know, like with the new uh, Black Panther movie, which was, you know, the main protagonist was the ruler of an underwater kingdom. And And then you brought up Avatar and I was like, yes, because, you know, Avatar... The second one, what was it? It was The Way of Water. Oh, yes. That's the name. Yeah, more. And then remember, they had different types of aliens. Remember, they left the forest and went to the water people, the water aliens. That's really interesting. That is so true. Yup. And I kept saying to myself, I was like, is there something going on with the water that they're not telling us? Because I was like, okay, you have Black Panther. Then you have Avatar. And anybody who knows me knows three is always my magic number. Tell me why there's another Final Destination coming out. When I saw the poster for that, you won't believe it. It's a cruise ship. So uh-uh. yeah. Final yes. Destination. I didn't know there was another one coming out. Yes, it's supposed to be coming out this year, I believe. But yes, and from the looks of it, it's supposed to take place on a cruise ship. Now, I know all the, there are other millennials out there like me who are traumatized by that movie. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. even like driving behind certain trucks thanks to that movie. So I'm very curious to see what this is going to be about because I think nobody's going to be on, on a cruise ship anytime soon after that movie come out. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know there was going to be another one. Yeah. So I'm just like, I feel like this is all connected because 
Again, you had Black Panther, then The Way of Water, the second Avatar movie, and now Final Destination, which is taking place on like this boat cruise ship type thing. So I'm like, what is going on? Is there something in the water that y'all not telling us? You know, are these aliens trying to figure out how to survive with water? You know, because this, I'm just like, I don't know. People keep saying I'm crazy for believing this, but I'm like, no, there is something going on. And my mom even had keeps saying it. And she still says to this day where she's like, time is winding down and people need to start realizing it. And I'm just like, I, 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 I'm starting to believe it. I mean, I've always believed it, but now it's just like with all these talks of aliens and they're shooting. Yo, I'm looking at the poster for final destination six. You see the cruise ship in this dark water and there's like a huge, like ghost spirit skull over it. Yep. As if the water yep. and the spirits are coming up over the boat and they're creating this fog. Wow. Yes. That's why I was like, have we pissed off some water spirit? Like, what is going on with the water? What is going on with the aliens? I'm like, me personally, I'm like, if there is an alien invasion, I'm like, please take me with you. I'm not going to fight. I hate it here. This place is ghetto. Take me out of it. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. And like somebody was saying, you know, on top of like all these water movies, we're also having real issues with water here on Earth. You know, water shortages, um, uh, flooding, just all types of craziness going on with the water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even down to, and it's funny how the one last call, the one caller is talking about, you know, she was living in, she lives in Vegas because I live in Vegas too. And I have noticed in Vegas has been getting a lot of rain, like more rain than usual, even in certain parts of California that it barely rains. Even they're getting, you know, all of this rain out of nowhere. Like it's been raining like every other week here in Vegas. Oh, has it? And usually Vegas doesn't get a lot of rain like that. Yeah, like we have, I, this is so much rain, um, even like um, to the point where it would just rain so bad, like it was causing flash floodings, it was causing flights to be delayed and stuff. So I'm just like, something is going on with the water and the aliens, like like you said, this is all connected somehow. And I'm just, you know, sitting back and watching it all play out. No, definitely. Well, you made some really good points. I appreciate you calling in. Well, thank you for having me. I love it when you do these. I love calling in and talking to you. I just love your stuff. I've been watching you for a few years now, and you just be touching on a lot of stuff. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, no problem. Good talking to you. Okay, you have a good evening. Bye. Real quick, Zulika, what do you think about this? I don't know if you Googled the, the poster, if you're available. With the water, I think that is just so creepy. Um, I I don't really like cruise ships, and I remember watching Final Destination, and I remember the exact scene that um that you was talking about about not driving behind certain trucks. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say I think we I do agree we we pissed off some kind of water spirit, especially with all the pollution and the overfishing that's going on. And in the chat, I mentioned how. The, the Ohio train derailment from Norfolk Southern and how all that vinyl chloride has gone into the waters in, in the oh, Ohio man. river. Yes. And I think something that, that in the timing too, because final destination is coming out. 
And then that recently happened like two weeks ago. And I'm just hearing now, like I found out about the Ohio train derailment probably like two, three, two or three days ago. And it's hush, hush on the news. Yeah. And that that is scary because they had people go out there and literally like because they said, that, oh, the water is safe. Everything's safe. Come back. And people went to like the rivers and the creeks and they just literally ran sticks you know, to like where you could touch the bottom of the riverbed and just all this oil and pollution and chemicals came up and was making like these rainbow colored bubbles. So, I mean, and the thing is, everybody's so quick to say, well, that's Ohio. I'm glad I don't live there. But you guys don't understand that this spilled into the water system, meaning that that, you know, it's going to travel. And it makes it up to six states around Ohio are looking at being affected by this. So this is just another water situation that's going to affect a mass amount of people, which is extremely just scary when you think about it. Yep. And also to acid rain. Um, I remember on TikTok, somebody had posted that um, that rain that fell on Friday here. If you're you know, in the Northeast, New Jersey, New York, that rain, um, a lot of people had been getting headaches and like red eyes from that rain and it was acid rain and it's been messing up the paint on people's cars. Now, if, if it could mess up the paint on your car and you drink that water and that water goes into our aquifers and we're drinking that, mm, I don't know. That, that's, that means that's not safe water. No. Um, I pulled up the map know, here. I, I, so they said the Ohio River, this is where everything took place. It borders... Um, Five different states. So Indiana is looking at being affected. Kentucky, parts of Illinois, um, West Virginia, Ohio, of course, some of Pennsylvania. And they're even counting a little bit of Virginia and a little bit of Tennessee. So that's even more than five states right there that are all looking at possible contamination as that water flows through the Ohio River. So it's it's really just, it's very scary to think about. And the fact that it's so hush-hush, it just makes no sense. And again, remember, this was all part of the predictive programming in that movie White Noise. So let me go ahead and bring on Cam Bam. Cam, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, T. It's me, Cam Bam, from um, ATL. Um, I'll meet up. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Um, so I had it's me and my now husband here. Um, okay. so congrats. Got, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, are we closing out the show? So I know that's right, baby. Okay, so he got his notes here and everything. So he oh, ready he's not to. playing. Okay, he's not playing. He came to inform. I know that's right. Hey, hey Miss T, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Nice to talk to you as well. We love some Cam Bam. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. He loved y'all truly and faithfully. Thank you so um, much. I appreciate it. It's no problem, Queen. Um, there were just a couple things that I did want to touch on. Um, I truly, um, once I found out some of this information, it really did make me rethink, especially with the aliens that are, you know, I believe are already here, have been here for a little bit. Um, one of the things is that every so often the world has a great flood. Um, and it's, you know, been shown in evidence that, uh, a lot of, uh, the world has been restarted over and it's like the survivors from those, they end up finding the, um, 
remains of the previous civilization and building over that. Uh, one example would be um, the Great Pyramids and the Sphinxes. You know, when you think about how heavy each individual one of those stones were, there was no way that the people in that lifetime of Egypt could have moved those and made those. Um, you know, on the, because they were just so heavy. You know, you had to, they didn't have the technology to really build anything like that. So even for someone, you know, in their time, in their presence, it's like, how could you have had that done? It, they couldn't have done it. You know, when you even look at the Sahara Desert, um, they believe that the city of Atlantis is there in the Sahara, was there at the Sahara Desert. There was a river that came and that flowed straight through the Sahara. And mm-hmm. when you look at the remains and the descriptions of what people said of what Atlantis looked like about it having those circular rings and you look at the, uh, Right there at Atlantis, you see uh, structures around that to that exactly describe that. Um, I'm looking at it now. I never realized that it's like a bunch of like round circles where it looks like a city in the middle of the desert. Yes, ma'am. It looks exactly. And if you look at the descriptions of Atlantis, it matches exactly to how that looked. And if you Mm -hmm. place water there around in each ring, it's the city of Atlantis. Um, wow. And there's great flow and like even the sediment and the rocks around there have been eroded in a certain way that could only have been done from a great flood of water rushing through. Mm. If y'all look at these pictures, this is, I never even thought about that. Cause when you think about Atlantis, you always think about it being underwater, like it was some type of underwater kingdom. But that makes sense that at one point in time, mm-hmm. it was above land. And then it sunk. I mean, when you think about even the theory of Pangea, um, Pangea is basically when you look at the world map, everything was connected together like a puzzle piece. Remember when people initially traveled, there was no trains and cars and all that stuff. People traveled by foot. So what they were saying that during Pangea, you had people traveling from Africa to Europe walking and it was a lot closer to walk because everything was connected but then as the water rose it separated the continents and the countries and stuff like that so that's very interesting yes ma'am they call it the eye of the sahara and it's it's undefeatable and you know when you cross-reference it to even the bible with moses um you you know you, you you look at Joan of Arc, all of those stories and and when they talk about certain things that have happened and great calamities, all of them have had certain things that have resur- that have come. Um, but all these civilizations have had so many different destructions. So it's almost like we reset every so often. And one thing that all of these civilizations have is some form of extraterrestrial also, um, you know, in different forms of fashion. So it's just like how there's all these civilizations that weren't connected to each other at a point in time. They didn't have planes and cars and they didn't have, they weren't communicating. So how did all of them come up with so many of these same concepts, these same ideas, these same uh, stories of great destruction? Right, right. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it definitely makes you think that, you know, it's very interesting how even with all our technology, that's what I was saying even in the deep dive, that as much as we have access to where we can, you know, put on a face filter and they can make it look like we're singing, we have all this technology. But when it comes to basics, 
we've been dumbed down by the technology. Where these people back then, they didn't have yes, a Lord. crutch. They had to really figure things out. They had to be able to deal with the elements. They had to be able to deal with building and possibly being able to tap into their subconscious, into tele- into telepathy. Because even telepathy, um, they said that that's how a lot of people communicated. I remember somebody told me a long time ago that something about melanin, like the darker you are, like people who are from like Sudan, you know, like they're like really, really dark. And those are like the original people. And so they were saying because of their melanin, it was something like in their gland or whatever that made them like have telepathy where you don't even have to talk to somebody. You could just, you could read each other's mind. Like that's how we were, how advanced we were centuries and centuries ago. Yes. And I like I feel like every after every great calamity, we just find the remains of the previous ones, whoever are the survivors, and we but we end up losing so much advancement. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like a great reset every time. Um, and I feel I feel like when it's coming, I, I kind of feel like the aliens might be a little bit of the catalyst towards this. Um, you know, because like I said, it's just it's just too much of a coincidence with all of them having these circumstances, and um, they believe even when certain dis- things of destruction came where they predated it. Um, I-, I was looking at uh, Joe Rogan, and he had the gentleman who was talking about the uh, Eye of the Sahara, and on there he was just really just going through and just really just. It was almost in some aspects matching certain points of the Bible, um, you know, in certain stories. And it's just, it really makes you think. Um, I thank you for uh, letting me talk. I just really just wanted to share that perspective. Um, Definitely. It, it truly is an honor to talk to you once again. Um, Cam talks about you every day. Um, so. <laughs> we love Cam in the Discord. Now, what was your name again? I'm Cliff. Cliff, okay. Well, very nice meeting you and talking to you. If I do another meetup, you'll definitely have to come with Cam. He's a good time. He was turned yeah. up. <laughs> he was turned up yeah. in the club in ATL. We had a good time that night. <laughs> yes, we did. We had a time that night, y'all. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? The Discord is family, oh. so definitely. And y'all on YouTube, don't forget to hit the like button, y'all. <laughs> don't forget to hit that like. Thank you, Cam. We'll talk to you later, okay? All righty. Jose coming up next, y'all. Y'all better really get to Oh, you know, they about to go in, child. We about to go deep. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to y'all later. Thanks for calling in. Bye. All right, Jose, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Yo. Yo, what's up, Jose? How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing good. Um, this has been a, whoo, a good conversation. Just Deep. I've it really has been, and, and and you know what I love, and not to like exclude anybody or do anything, do anybody wrong, but I love it when you have these conversations when it comes to like spiritualism or aliens or stuff like that, because it's mm-hmm. mainly people of color, and a lot of the doc- documentaries that we have access to, a lot of the conspiracy theory channels that we have access to are all white. You know what I mean? And there's like a certain yeah. underline where it's like y'all talking in circles. When are we going to talk about what our grandma told us 30 years ago? You know what I mean? Right, and, right. And um, hearing all these conversations and hearing all these different, like, voices and just different cultures speaking, it's really just, it's, it's great. It's great. And thank you. Thank you so much for having us. 
No, you guys um, are welcome. And I, and I love it. That's why I love doing these shows, you know, so we can just hear from so many different people's perspectives, you know, regardless of your yeah, background, exactly. your religion, you know, I think all of this stuff ties into everything. And, you know, I'm learning so much just listening, everything. just like you guys are learning. So I'm loving it. Oh, yes. Okay. So I was, I was wondering like with this like fake alien invasion and whatnot, mm-hmm. do you think that they're going to be like, I don't like, I do think that they might be holograms. They might be lasers. They might be this, but do you think these things are controlled by like the old gods? Do you think they're coming from different planets, different universes? And we're entering the age of Aquarius. So whatever's done in the dark will come to the light. And that's specifically for everyone. Like, Cults are going to be huge, like, and we're already low key in a big cult. Like, during the whole vaccine moment era, mm-hmm. I felt when I was in New York City, if I didn't have this card, I wasn't a part of this thing, and I couldn't go to the clubs. I couldn't do these things that my flesh wanted to do, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was in itself a cult. But I feel like they, they've been here. We know that they built mad shit. They helped us build mad shit. But when it comes to like the Euphrates River drawing and all these biblical things and things that aren't just on the Holy Bible, but in the Quran and ancient texts, like everything is connecting. And one thing we should have learned when we were going through COVID is how connected we all are. Yeah. Like I could get someone sick, you can get someone sick, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But our day to day was affected by our day to day and the person next to us. So I feel like our consciousness has been connected. We are stronger, but we're just so distracted. Yeah. And one thing with COVID, I will always say is that was a test run. I believe that was a test run for something bigger to see what we can do. One, if we have to shut down, because think about the entire planet was shut down. That has not happened. Without without a vote, without anything. No one asked a shit. The whole world was locked down. Yes. Even people in so-called, quote-unquote, third-world countries who are like, this has nothing to do with us. We don't care. We're just living our lives. And they were getting beat and thrown in the house. Like, if they even came out the house, they were getting beat by police. It was that serious. And I think back to 2020 and just everything that's happened, it's like, I, I really look back at 2019 with longing. Like, I really missed the days before I knew anything about viruses and all this crazy stuff. It's like once we hit 2020, Mm -hmm. we just went into this whole new world, this whole new system, you know, and it was just horrible. The divide. Like the time. The time is different. It's just not the same. Nothing feels the same. Like like in my heart, I know it's not 2023. It's probably 2022, 2021, Mm because I know my days have been fucked up. I know my sleep schedule has been fucked up. So what is all this, what is all this like planning for? Do you know what I mean? Like what's to come? And I don't know if the bitches are going to come out the earth, come through the sky or be a hologram, but I feel like most of this is faith-based. That's why I don't really judge anybody who's been vaccinated or not been vaccinated because I feel like if you got faith in you, you're good. But then, but that's a whole different discussion. But Mm -hmm. When those doctors in Africa were talking about alien DNA and all that shit, look how quickly that got shot down. And now bitches want to talk about UFOs. Right. Right. I mean, just just 
that's why I said it's very interesting now how everything is so in the open and being discussed. But but I, I, Jatari in the in the chat made a really good point that we also live in a world now where everybody has, for the most part, a camera phone. So it's a lot it's a lot harder with social media and technology mm-hmm. to deny something now because now they can't hide it. You know, back in the day, we would say, well, I saw this. Yeah. Well, you know, it was just between you and whoever was there. But now you can easily reach out and, you know, record everything mm-hmm. in 4K. Mm-hmm. Now the whole world can see it. So I think that's part of it. They're not necessarily being honest with us because all of a sudden they care. Yeah. Because if they care, we wouldn't be going through half the stuff we're going through, right? But I believe that they're being more honest about certain things because at this point, mm-hmm. you got so many bootleg detectives out there. You know, people who are always searching for stuff and who are always looking. And, and you know, there's cameras everywhere. So it's like we might as well just be yep. honest because we technically can't hide it anymore. That is true. And there, and there's also, like, the, the, the honesty that they do give us, the things they do feed us, it's all, like, strategic. You know, like, they're not going to let us know, like, the TET. But mm-hmm. it's just, I, I don't know. How do we how do we know it's not technology? Like when we put our phone up in the air, what if it's programmed for us to see something on, on the camera? Or do you know what I mean? Like I just really can't believe anything anymore because it's like, damn, this shit's about to happen without my control. And I'm basically just waiting, basically. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say. Is mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the world to open up. I'm ready for the giants to wake up. But do you think that when they do this and this new world order is going to happen, do you think we're going to be like bowing down to like Moloch and all these old deities and like, you know, I honestly don't know, but I know one thing I've always felt. And I've said this for years since 2020, that the old gods are coming back. I mean, think about even the Capitol riots. Every Mm. time I think about the guy with the horns, he represented the Norse God. And even now when you talk to yep. him, he, t- he sounds like he was possessed at the time. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I just showed up and, you know, he has all these Norse tattoos on him. Like the old gods are coming back. And I believe that they are, you know, possessing people. They're doing things through people, um, through technology for sure. And somebody even just said in the chat, you know, speaking on iPhones, when you think about that, the logo, the apple in the Bible, in the Garden of Eden, the apple was the forbidden fruit. And when Eve ate that, remember when she ate the fruit? Oh, shit. Right. And, and her been eyes opened that up and she realized that she was, you know, well, her and Adam, they realized they were naked and they were hiding from God. So a lot of this stuff is very, yeah. when you think about it, it's very symbolic, you know, and it, and it just says a lot to how far we've come as like a human species. And what is the future going to be like? You know, because the technology is insane. I remember back in third grade, because my, my teacher, and maybe that's how, when I think about how I got into conspiracies was my teacher. I had a kind of crazy third grade teacher. And he was always talking about like the future, like in the future, you're going to have this hmm. type of technology and that type of technology. You know, we're like kids. We're not, we don't even know what the hell technology is, you know, because everything back then was just pencil, paper, and, you know, books. And I remember, I would never forget this. Yeah. He told us, he said, by the time you get to high school, you're going to be able to talk to your grandmother on the phone face to face by video. This was like in 88, 
89, this mm. man was saying this. You know, we were like, huh? What do you mean? Like, yeah. no, we, you, you can only use a phone. I think back then, some people still had that rotary dial. You know, just to have a push phone, we could, you know, dial the numbers. That was a luxury. Because I think one of our phones just had that, yeah. you know, the rotary dial. And he said, you will be able to talk to your grandmother in Nigeria via video phone. And he told me that, and he was telling the class, you'll be able to talk to your grandmother in Mexico, you know, because some of us haven't seen our grandparents. They're like, he kept telling us, he said, by the time you're in Mm -hmm. high school, you're going to be able to see people. Now, by the time I got to high school, you know, cell phones were just coming out and stuff like that. So they didn't have the video phones. But I'll never forget when they finally did the camera phones. And that was amazing. Right, yeah. that was wild. That but then wild. when they finally, that shit was wild. yeah, the when Game they Boy finally camera. came out with that, I just I always think back to what this man told me in the eighties. This was my third grade teacher, and so now to think about like he had that knowledge back then. I don't know. He's the only person I ever knew who talked about this. I remember when I would talk to people about it. You know, like in fifth, sixth grade, like what are you talking about? Like, no, there's no such thing as a video phone. Like, but my teacher told me this in third grade. And now when I think about, look how we just FaceTime. We don't even think twice about it. You know, look how grandparents now can talk to their grandchildren through Amazon, that Amazon toy or whatever, and play games with them. Look how we're all able to connect on Zoom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I can send money to people. Like, that's, it's wild. It's really, really wild. And yeah, I was also thinking, like, when I went to the Brooklyn Museum, and saw like all the Sumerian walls. I don't know if they're real or not, but like these motherfuckers were like, you can see the guys using laptops in the engravings. Like technology has been here forever. And mm-hmm. I feel like because, and I hate to say this again, but like we're the main characters of this whole universe. I'm sorry, planet earth, we're those girls. That's why everybody wants our light. When people say that, oh, you're going to be the light. You, we see the light in your eyes. Yeah, you can't see the light of your, in my eyes because God made me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not allergic to the sun. I'm not on no weird shit. But the fact that they're going to, I feel like all this longevity of life isn't for the rich only, but they're going to keep us alive. Also, we're not going to be up and up and about running around. I think we're going to be connected to like their source that they need. Because I feel like we're all banks of, like, energy. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like they're trying to perfect that, like, matrix, me in a bubble, giving you all my energy type of shit. I feel like that's what it's going to come down to. Because I don't know what's happening to the sun. I don't know if the they're going to cover the sun. But we are the source of energy. And even when it comes to, uh, like, melanin. Like, NASA is invested in melanin. They use it in their fucking satellites and shit. And I don't know, Static Shock, Storm, all these black comic book characters that have electricity powers. Like, none of this mm-hmm. shit ain't shit fake anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's all connecting. It's all making sense. I feel like the structure is crumbling, and that's why they're rushing so quickly. Because we all, we're all going to find out that our consciousness is so connected and so big and so powerful. But that's not what they want to use it for. No. They're going to use us against ourselves basically and if anyone's ever watched animatrix please watch it it's the animated matrix from back in the day it kind of breaks down all this shit and y'all need to watch it i'm gonna have to check that out oh yes jose thank you so much for calling in you definitely made some good points here thank you thank you and i haven't been smoking at night Good, so you stopped 
Are yes. you the nightmares have slowed down? No. <laughs> <laughs> not the nightmares no, still being there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think it, I think it's helping me. But yeah, that's all I gotta say. Okay, well, just keep on not smoking at night. And you know what I mean? It's only been a week. We're going to give it at least a month. And then I bet you the nightmares will slow down. I hope so. I hope so. Or maybe the veil's just thin, and that's why we're all on one. That's true, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, I'll talk to you later, Jose. Thank you for calling in. All right. <laughs> bye, Nancy. Have okay, bye. All right, y'all. So let me go ahead and bring on... Uh, Aminata? I don't know if I pronounced that right. Yeah, you pronounced it right. Did I? <laughs> Go TT. You Go did. T-T. Okay. <laughs> How you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. Hi to everyone in the chat. Um, I love these conversations. Um, I know. I love yeah, this. Yeah, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm African and I'm also Muslim. So both mm-hmm. parts, we do believe these things to a certain extent. And at that time, maybe my grandfather didn't know it, but he was a big conspiracy theorist. You know, especially in my village, it's very rural. Mm-hmm. And he will, you know, um, visiting, because we were born here, visiting Gambia, he will always tell the stories about, you know, where we came from. We migrated from old Ghana to Gambia. And he mm-hmm. will always say, you know, we didn't get this land easy. There were some deals that had to be made with other beings that are not of this world. They see us, but we don't see them. So when they mm. first came here, yeah, they had to be um, certain parts of the land is used for farming. Some certain parts you cannot go to because those are for those spirits specifically. So there's a lot of places in my village where you can't go. And also when we first got there, um, there's he like at this point, I believe it, but I know it sounds crazy in mm. my village during the hours of three a.m. to five, there's this being. It's not a man. It's not woman. It's not an animal. Um, this is what I was told, that um, it has free reign over the land in my village because it was part of their ancestry. And you cannot be outside. So whatever it sees outside, whether it's food, um, whatever it needs, it has free reign. But no one can be outside. So usually in my village, when it gets really hot, you can sleep outside. But there were during those hours, you have to be inside. And I always thought, like, it and just every scare day. us. Every, it does not miss. And mm. I thought they were joking, but this thing carries something like a bell. It's the closest sound to maybe a cowbell, but mm. it's a sound that is not, I never, I can't even compare it. The closest thing I could compare it to is a cowbell. And I remember one time, I'm like, I want to see it. I want to see it. I always hear this sound. And my grandmother's like, if you open up that window, you see something that you don't like. Do not be surprised if you get up with a third eye or you go missing. Do not open that window. I'm 60 years old and I've never seen this being. I just know Mm. this is what we were told. Our ancestors agreed to it. And that's what it is. And my grandfather, he was a very religious and prominent person in our village. And we have a masjid. And he always used to say it was this guy that, will always be there right before he opens up the masjid. And he would always be like, you know, you know, it's a small village. He's like, I don't know you. I don't know your people. Your last name is not familiar with our lineage. So like, where do you come from? Like, are you from the nearby villages? And he will always say, if I tell you where I come from, I can't come here anymore. And he, he's like, you know, he didn't ask him for like 10 years. 
but every day that man will be there right before he opens up. So he's like, you know what? I need to know where you're from because you can't keep coming to my mansion and I don't know where you're from. And one day he said, like, you know, he's 300 years old. You know, he's from another world. He had a whole family and he converted to Islam. So he's basically on the run. And, you know, mm-hmm. this is the only um, masjid that he feels comfortable in. And they have their own cultures. They have their own languages. Um, some of them, they have families. Some are good and some are bad. But he never said what he is. And, you know, my grandfather took that in. And then when he turned around, the guy was gone. And he didn't see him for at least, well, going on 50 years. So he will always say what? things like that. And my grandmother will always say, your grandfather when he has friends over, especially after sundown, cover your hair and be respectful because your grandfather don't have friends. He has people that he has to continue these deals with that came from, you know, our ancestors. And mm. she will always be like, um, why do you wonder? They always come after the sundown. Do you see them during the day? Ask them where they come from. Ask them to show you a picture of their family. Ask them to look at you. They won't. You know, she would always be like, you know, be respectful and whatnot. So it's just like, you know, it, it's it's so many stories that I can't wow. even like, like touch even on. the chat is like bugging right now. Everybody's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But you know what's so interesting? If you look in the chat, some people are saying that they've seen them in their culture. Somebody said they have a, something oh, yeah. similar in Jamaica. Uh, somebody else said it's in their culture. It's called the rolling calf. Somebody else said it's similar mm-hmm. to skinwalkers where they're from. Mm, oh shapeshifters yeah. yeah oh yeah wow no 100 percent. it goes really deep even my mom growing up in sierra leone she was there she grew up during the civil war literally running for her life her and my grandfather and she would say like you know during the fighting she said if she was to say what she saw like no they would think she was crazy like you would shoot them and they would get right back up there were some mm. you would chop their hand off and it would grow right back she said it wasn't only humans fighting in that war. There were other things that was helping them to win whatever it is that they were trying to achieve. So, that's, I mean, but Africa, you know what, sis? That's very interesting because mm-hmm. remember, during the Haitian Revolution, that was one of the things that they kept saying. Like, how was these Haitians, these so-called poor blacks in this part of the world, able to defeat such, to able to defeat such a strong army like France? And so that's one thing they've always oh, yeah. said that they called on spirits and spirits of the ancestor and voodoo and just different things that when the French fought with the Haitians during the revolution, they weren't just fighting against physical Haitians. Oh, yeah. You know, it goes really, really deep. You know, it, it all ties in together with water, technology, you know, making deals. Them, you know, they... You know, they are another being. You know, we just don't see them. But I do believe that we're not here alone. Mm-hmm. And that's all I just wanted to say. Thank you. Yeah, no, you caught, you caught in with so much info. True, like things go deeper than we can ever know. And oh, yeah. Sometimes you can see people and not even real. You know, you're thinking to yourself, like, does this person, you know? So no, you oh yeah, you made so many mm-hmm. good points. And I think, yeah, you know, just go back in history; it's all there. <laughs> yeah, Zulika, are you still right, thank there? Thank you. I'm gonna see if she wants to add into your conversation. Hello. 
Hey, Zulika, did you hear everything that um, Aminata was saying? She was saying some deep stuff. Yes. And um, one thing I wanted to add is that uh, there's a lot of spirituality um, in Africa and also, too, in the Caribbean. And that reminds mm-hmm. me of a certain TikTok t- a TikToker. She's Haitian. And she would also, um, you know, her videos are very interesting. And she would also talk about um, a lot of spirituality and um, even, you know, going back to, to, to the ocean, um, a lot of these spirits come from the water. And, you know, you would think that, you know, I think a lot of times in Western culture, they'll try to like WS crazy or like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You're just seeing things. You're, you know, you're crazy or schizophrenic. But a lot of times, you know, there are some beings that are more sensitive than other people. And they'll, you know, they can sense things and see things. And I think a lot of times, too, we see that a lot with our older, like, um, grandmas and, and moms. You know, they're older, so they, they'll see things and they'll, they'll say, like, oh, you know, they're more sensitive to things of other world, like the other world, you know, the great beyond, as I would like to say. And Well, think about it. A lot of our grandparents, are, even our parents, right, and our grandparents, when you think about it, they didn't have the distractions that we have now. We're not as in tuned because we have this phone in our face 24-7 that's blocking certain things, certain receptors, certain, you know, things that we should just know. We rely so much on technology, everything from maps. Um, Charlemagne the God made a joke the other day and was like, y'all don't know what it is to struggle until you've had to download a map from MapQuest and read the directions as you're driving. There was no voice to tell you turn here turn there but even before map quest half these folks don't even know how to read a map we used to have to know how to read maps back in the day when i moved to charlotte i had a map with me and that's how i learned to get around charlotte and now i couldn't even tell you how to read a map because i haven't read a map in years so i think part of i think that is part of the reason why so many older people are more in tune because they don't have a lot of distractions like we do would you agree? Yes, I, Either of y'all? I definitely agree. I, I think it's just, you know, and also too, like our grandparents, they relied on gut, you know, our gut feeling or, in, or um, I forgot the word, uh, intuition. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it right. Yep, that's the word. That's, you know, and when you're in your, when you are tapped into your intuition, that is you, you know, at your most sensitive level, Right. And you're not, you don't have these distractions. You don't have Wi-Fi signals, Bluetooth signals messing, you know, messing with how you perceive things, you know, at at a small, like at the atom level, right? So when Mm -hmm. you have our grandparents that tell us like, you know, stories of, you know, I seen this, you know, my mom's Dominican, especially so from my, you know, from my Dominican side, you know, the Caribbean, there's a lot of things going on in the Caribbean. There's a lot of entities, you know, especially things concerning the water, and, you know, right. history and, you know, I, I know in a lot of Caribbean Spanish culture and just, you know, just the Caribbean in general. But we have, you know, things like brujeria, santeria, where you call on to spirits and, you know, you become very powerful that way. Right. Yeah. And I, I believe like people are even saying in the chat, some of the Haitians in the chat are saying during the Haitian Revolution, some of the Haitians would get shot and they jump right back up. Because they had that spiritual battle, you know, that spiritual armor around them, you know. So, yeah, like all of this. It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even with, you know, um, 
knowing how to tell the time without looking at your phone. Like just looking mm-hmm. at the sky and knowing if the sun shines this way, it's one to three when it's sunset, not having to rely on a phone or a watch. And even with the weather now, it's like, you know, we rely on weather as well before. If you knew it was cloudy the day before, it might rain the next day. You know, so just like little things like that where we just depend on technology a little too much. Yeah, because when you think about that, we didn't have any of that back then, you know, but people could tell you it's going to rain, you know, be prepared. They'd have certain things set up in the market because they knew like, yeah, it's a sunny day right now, but around five, it's going to rain. They could feel it. You could feel it in your bones. You know, like even for me, I'm very in tune with the weather. And that's one thing like um, sometimes the weather, not just the cold. But like when it rains, sometimes I can get physically ill from the rain. Like it does something to like my body. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And um, my mom used to always tell me that that's just part of, you know, us being very in tune with things, but that we ignore it. So a lot of times I can tell when it's going to rain, depending on how I feel. And sometimes when it's raining, when it's thunderstorming, it's like I just stay in bed. I just need to lay down because it's like physically like my joints like headaches, I just feel, even though the rain is relaxing, don't get me wrong, it like does something to me physically. That is crazy that you just said that. <laughs> Cause I know I keep going back to my village, but there were so many gems just going back home that you cannot learn in America that mm-hmm. my grandmother used to say there were people just like that where, you know, no weather at back in the day where they feel they're in tune with the weather. They know if it's going to be a drought. They know when it's going to rain. So they will warn people like, hey, this is coming. So make sure, you know, you got a mm-hmm. little bit more food stored, you know. So it's just, wow, that is crazy that he just said that. Yeah. No, it's it's very real, you know. And even like somebody was saying in the chat, you know, winter depression. You know, that's why some people have to have lights you know, extra lights on in their house because the winter can be very depressing because you're not going out into the sun, even though some days can be sunny, but it's too cold to enjoy it. So weather plays a big part and you got to understand too, our bodies are made up of mainly water. So rain, the ties, the way that the moon, you know, um, rises, you know, full moon madness, all that stuff is very real because, you know, your, your, uh, your brain has a lot of water in it as well. So some people can go psycho and they talk about this a lot of times like in African culture. Oh, he went mad during the full moon harvest and mad is another word for crazy. And a lot of that has to do with the ties of the water in your body and the moon. Yes, I I agree. I tend to get like really bad headaches um, when it rains um, also, too, uh, I think when, when there's bad weather coming, the barometric pressure, I think it goes up. So there's more pressure which in the atmosphere, which is why, like, your joints will hurt. You know, you might feel like a nerve hurting you. You're no mm-hmm. neck pain. So that's also, too, um, you know, and we know that now because of meteorology, but, like, our ancestors back then knew it just by the symptoms alone that they would have. And, you know, they studied um, a lot of meteorology just, you know, by looking at the clouds. Like, now I couldn't even tell you, like, what kind of cloud is outside. But, like, there is different types of clouds for different types of weather. So, if like, if there's mm. like, 
them like storm looking, hurricane looking clouds, like them dark clouds. Ooh, the sky looks angry. So that's how you know it's going to like, there's going to be a storm. And even with tsunamis, like um, I know in the Pacific, like the Pacific islands, like I, I don't know what group of, uh, or native tribe, but there's a group of Pacific Islanders that they can tell when there's going to be a tsunami because the water will go all the way back. Right. It's very mm-hmm. low, low tide. And that's a sign that a tsunami is coming. And I feel like, you know, you know, those are just things that we learn from nature. I think a lot of times we we assume education coming from like, oh, like if you don't have a bachelor's or a degree, like you're not educated. But how did our people educate themselves back then? Back then, right. they educated themselves by the world around them and they really looked at it. Yeah, even Jose saying in the chat, like stargazing is a lost art. Like how many times do people really look in the sky? I remember when I was younger, I was really into astrology and looking for like um, Orion's belt. Remember the big dipper, the little dipper. And I remember like, maybe it was like two summers ago, I went outside of my house and I'm like, where is the big dipper? Like I haven't seen it since like junior high. And I like literally like sat and I'm like looking and I'm pulling up stuff on the internet to see like, you know, where I can match it in the sky. But I remember when we were younger, we would always see the Big Dipper and Orion's belt and, you know, the lion and, you know, we, they taught us this stuff in school. But now it's getting, like somebody even said, it's getting harder and harder to even see the stars. Have y'all noticed the stars are not as bright? You don't see them like how you used to see them before? I mean, there's some nights where there's barely any even stars in the sky. Yeah, it's it's all due to light pollution. I think the only time you would be able to see stars is if you were to go to like a mountain range and it's like dark, like pitch black outside. Mm-hmm. And even now, when you look into your phone, your eye, your eyes always have lights coming at them at all at all times. You know, mm. why like scientists say like try not to be on your phone because it's going to mess up your circadian system and your eyes. Um, so now that our eyes are so adjusted to having lights around them, our eyes by nature, you know, they're they're, they're we can also too see at night. You know, maybe not as good as like a cat would, but we we also can. But because we have all this lights around us. We can't, you know, we can't see at night, but yeah, everybody's eyes are getting weaker. I feel the same way. And you notice it has to be something that's happening to everybody. Because if you notice a lot of apps now are now giving you the dark option instead of constantly seeing everything with the white background, like YouTube gives you a dark option. Instagram does. I know like on my computer and on my cell phone, I have a set that once it gets to a certain time, everything goes dark in the background. And I think that's because it does, like even my Spotify app, this is like my whole background is black. I'm not sure if y'all's is, but that's an option now. Um, Even getting those screen protectors on your laptop, um, getting those glasses that can help because our eyes are being affected. And I notice now, like even with editing, it, it, it takes a toll on my eyes. I have to use a lot more drops. My eyes get very, very dry. Um, you know, there's times I had to back away from the screen and that might be why we're not able to see things or feel things as much because, you know, technology, you think about all the electronics and electronical force fields. I mean, think about that. That could be a type of force field that's blocking us from being able to naturally deal with things in the atmosphere and in the environment. Yeah, I've I've noticed that... Um... Uh, there's a lot more people wearing glasses now and contacts. Um, 
I, I remember back even when I was in elementary school, like I would be the only one wearing glasses. But and you know, the kids used to make fun of me because it's like, oh my god, you have glasses, you're wearing glasses, you're a nerd, you got four eyes. But now everyone has four eyes. Everyone's either wearing contacts, glasses, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like how oh, like and you know, like technology is sort of like evolving us in a way. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot of things. Man, this has been a good conversation. It's almost 8 o'clock. I know we've been on since 5. I mean, we could keep going and going because this conversation is so good. I mean, we had over like 800 people in here at one point. So um, I don't want it to go too long because we'd be here all night. But no, this was really good. Um, people like, keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Y'all ain't got to work tomorrow. Tomorrow's Tuesday. I know today was President's Day. But no, this was just a lot of just good information, good dialogue. You know, like I said, we don't all have to agree on every set topic, but just sometimes it's good to just see how other people view things and and see things in different cultures. And once again, I really, really appreciate you guys taking time out to watch the deep dive and just taking things away um, from there. Because I think that there's going to be more to come. There's going to be more things that's going to expose themselves to us as people. And that's why it's good to have spiritual discernment. And once again, you know, learn to treat people right. Because again, you never know who that person may really be. You know, you don't know if they're actually human. And I remember uh, watching this YouTube video a while back. I had talked about this in Discord where somebody was saying, be careful how you treat your electronics. And I thought it was strange. So I clicked on the video and they were basically saying that in the future, you know, be careful, like slamming your phone and, you know, slamming your laptop and cussing out your, you know, your PS5. Because in the future, those same electronics can become sentient and remember how you treated them. So you never know. So this has been a wonderful conversation. Once again, thank you to everybody who called in. Um, Yeah, y'all stop screaming at Alexa because I be cussing her out too. Alexa, shut up. (laughs) You're like, damn, Alexa, don't attack me 15 years from now, okay? I was just playing, sis. I was just playing. But y'all, thank y'all once again for coming through. This has been a wonderful conversation. Thank you, Zulika, for staying on the line with me and helping to, you know, co-host impromptu, um, impromptuly. Um, thank you guys so much for just calling in. Thank you to everybody who raised their hand. I'm sorry we weren't able to get everybody on the line, but I hope you guys enjoyed this dialogue. So everybody have a good evening. Stay safe. I love you guys. And we will talk soon. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.